Hot button. <laughs> there, I, you came in quick this time with it. I knew it was going to come eventually. <laughs> uh, we're officially live, people. You guys ready to rock and roll? For the yeah, most part, sure. kind of, sort of. Let's, let's get it in here. Let's, let's do it. We all coffeeed up. Vincent's in here. Holy crap. So off the bat, first and foremost, everybody, this is our esteemed guest, Mr. Dizzy D'Lo, the AKA dump truck booty, twerk mad. <laughs> don't cool. call, don't call him that. Let's, 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 let's start the, 30 seconds. Yeah, Come let's on, start now. the conversation there, you prick. Sure, let's go. <laughs> no. It's got a wagon, right? <laughs> I'm driving the bus here. I just ran you over with it. No. Um, okay. So I want to start with this though. The very first time I saw you, I thought your content was the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen. And I'm not joking. Like I, like I'm like a schoolgirl right now because of how cool, like what we're doing right now is, but like when I first saw you, I remember you playing destiny two. I came in, I followed, you were like doing some kind of, I think, I don't know why you were doing the twerking, but I thought I was like, why is this guy doing a twerking? And then you put the helmet on and then somebody subbed yeah. to you and then you wrote on the helmet and then twerked again. I was like, what is happening like <laughs> right now? But after that, I was like, dude, I just started following you on Instagram. I followed you on Twitter. I was like, I've been a huge fan for a while, man. Like no jokes. So I'm a fanboy. I'm, I'm a, I'm a dizzy well, fanboy, bro. It, that's thank you. You can call me senpai if you want to. Um, I'm but, not going to, but okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> but no, thank you, man. Um, I I really like kind of where like where my content has gone. It started somewhere completely different. Um, but I think if you talk to anyone, especially you guys that that stream, like Twitch is never what you think it's going to be. So like where you end up and where you're like, this kind of works for me. Usually it's just something completely off the wall and not what you were planning at all. And it's so, always evolving. Always. hundred yeah. percent, dude. I yeah, mean, like once you get comfortable, you're like, oh, this, this works for me. Then a week later, it's like, nah, this doesn't work anymore. Oh yeah. So, Oh yeah. I mean, I think the people who get like, there's a guy, I'm not going to name any names, but he's been streaming for a long time and he's been, he's like one of those people that stream for so long on Twitch that he kind of got, um, grandfathered in as a partner, but he hasn't changed. I mean, if you look back at his old videos, he hasn't changed at all, but his growth has also not changed. I think he's just comfortable doing what he's doing, which is fine. I mean, everybody's got their own niche, but at the same time, it's like, I think Twitch is a, such a competitive market. That if you don't consistently try and change, if you're trying to see growth, if that's your goal, right? If you're trying to see growth, you gotta keep, you gotta keep moving, man. It is what it is. Mm. Yeah, I've seen your content change quite a bit, um, from just from when I saw you. But there, there's like these, there's these quirks that you have that remain, and I think that's what makes you like a a, a unique streamer. You know, I think you can you can go to a million Destiny Two streams right now, and it's just camera, dude killing aliens, dude killing other guardians, camera. Yeah screaming once in a while most times not even camera yeah sometimes not even yeah. camera yeah so your your goal is you have to either be a really good streamer a really good you have a really good raider or a really good pvp or dusty too you have a unique disposition where you have an awesome community an awesome personality and like any game you play is secondary that's a unique yeah, exactly. spot to be yeah. that's a very that is hard to do that is hard so well, go ahead no, 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 and, and I was, that's like, it's weird because not a lot of people try and do that on Twitch where like, like, and I would say that most gaming communities never think about it like that because the, where I've kind of like, quote unquote, struggled with like trying to figure out where the hell I want to go is like hot take. The Destiny community cares more about the game than it, 
they do it's people right like like they care about if you're a great streamer like there are partnered streamers that just made partner that were sitting at four or five hundred viewers and now they're at 40 or 50 because they're streaming cyberpunk right yep. like they could be all here for the people as long as you're playing destiny yep and that's a little bit of a hot take and you know it's not my podcast so i can say that but yeah, exactly like, <laughs> you know and, and uh like it's it's strange it's really weird to see so like trying to do that with destiny has been like really up and down like sometimes yeah. it, it's it's been really good and like there will be weeks like wow this is incredible like i'm having so much fun and then other weeks where it's like what the fuck is this yeah so you're, what you're yeah, describing but, with that drop off i was watching symphony pretty hard for a while and he got like super big on warzone on modern warfare for a while mm-hmm. and then he started doing the dark matter grind on cold war and while he was doing the dark matter grind on cold war his views were not there right unless he got raided by somebody else it's it's so weird to me because like for like and i know that i'm a completely different type of like viewer on twitch as well because i look for like things that are different not like oh you're shooting aliens and you happen to talk to chat like every other three minutes like right. that's not fun for me right i like the people and no matter what you're playing i'll be there right yeah like that that's how i view twitch but that's not how the average person does and it's like i kind of want to see people doing the hardest thing at the hardest level at all times of the day so like if i can't do it i want to watch someone do it right which it's strange you know i mean that's you guys so you hit the nail on the head a little bit actually i have a buddy of mine i was just over at their house the other day shout out to lilo and ace uh, we did like this three pc setup stream for uh yeah, like on friday cool. yeah it was pretty was fun really cool. i was, was kind of lurking in the background for that, that yeah cool. man and so we were just having fun and kind of hanging out but that i that's the kind of content i enjoy is very similar it's it's i can go to some pro streamer and go watch some shredded you know insert game whatever cool there's always somebody better that's at, at a game than you or, or is doing hard content or running in destiny 2 running trials you know every weekend there's always those streamers right and as you the worst part hot take as you get older you're somebody below you is doing that so even if you're the yeah. top of your game at 25 somebody at 18 is shredding you so that only lasts so long but what does stay is community like yep. Lilo and Ace, you I would say you, Lilo and Ace, Zion, believe it or not, is, is built up this entire network of community people. And, and Yin, Yin invoked is another friend of ours. Um, you got this amazing Discord channel. And no matter what game he plays, people show up because that's what you're there for. That's that's what gaming was supposed to be. It's like arcade, I call it the arcade feel. Like that's why you mm-hmm. went to arcades. It's to like go be with people, hang out, you know, play the video games, obviously, but that's not that's never the the thing that drove arcades success. It was the hanging out. Exactly. That, that was the point. Um yeah, man, but I don't dude, some of your content, like the site that that really grabbed me. That's another thing too. Like you just said it. You could you could go to any go to Destiny 2 right now. We could pull it up and there's first ten pages are just people staring, shooting aliens. Like so why why click on the box? Like why even see that person? But when you see somebody wearing a freaking stormtrooper helmet, you know, twerking on camera, I'm like, okay, I like this guy. This guy's my guy. This is my dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is my guy. This is my dude. <laughs> That's well, and out of context, you're like, what the fuck does this guy do in his spare time, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what what's yeah. going on? But no, like it it was one of those things where um it actually started this time last year with have you ever um heard my buddy Perkinji. yeah yeah it's a i we we live in we both live in la like an hour apart but we both still live here and uh before this whole COVID thing started we streamed together a lot and we did a, a christmas stream last year 
And uh, believe it or not, I actually used to do like competitive ballroom dancing. I danced on Broadway for a little while. Like I did a lot of theater and like productions and stuff. Oh, we're going to talk and, about that. We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah we're going to circle and, around. And, um, yeah. Yeah, we'll do a full circle. And uh, one of the one of my friends was like, hey, I bet you you can drop it low really well since you used to do all that stuff. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And they're like, how many bits for it? And I was like, I just like, I don't know, like 500 bitties. And they're like, there, there it is. So then I had to go twerk on my friend's <laughs> Christmas tree because it was during Christmas and I was like, whatever. And that just stuck. Did that and, is that like, what it started just, it? Yeah, like that was it. Like, no, no idea why. But people were just like, all right, this is funny as shit. Now, now keep doing it. it's like okay this is funny so um yeah I, you're my, stuck like, here this is your thing now yeah <laughs> yeah well and and i'm trying to figure out like what's a good way to go about like morphing it a little bit because i i do different things here and there but like doing funny stuff on camera is kind of my sh my shtick yeah and, uh you know it's just some things are only funny for so long so you gotta like, right. figure out how to like change it evolve it like make sure the community's in on it and like you know you still can have twerk so many different ways this is true right yeah you only got two butt cheeks fans, it is what it is you know it's like yeah, right. two if you if you grew a third butt cheek that'd be different <laughs> <laughs> yeah we went straight to uh um yeah what's that film with the girl with three three knockers oh the, uh oh uh, is that the 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 kung fu one um kung pao no it was no. uh that was no, uh, it wasn't Kung Pao. Yeah, was it? it was, was a sci-fi one. They they remade it like five years ago. Um, dude, what was it? I don't remember. Dude, I know in Kung Pao though because I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was Total great. Recall? Total huh? Recall. Total Recall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. Total Recall for sure. Total Recall. Oh, I see Mrs. Dizzy is in chat. What's up, Dizzy? Hi, How are Ms. you? Dizzy. Hello, other half. Welcome. Um, Hello. So before we move on. Broadway. Yeah. What's going on, Broadway? Come on, we gotta go. I gotta come right back to that because yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, um, I uh, my my sister was was really into dance when uh, we were like super super young, and uh, one summer camp she I was like six years old, and one summer camp she was there, and I was like, that instructor is really attractive. I want to try dancing, and <laughs> I, as so, all and young men do, yeah, yeah, of course, right? And um, but I turned out that I really enjoyed it, so I actually danced um through like jap taz ballet a little bit of hip-hop ballroom like the entire thing up to high school mm -hmm. um and then a couple of summers in high school i actually i went to new york danced on broadway for like a couple of like exhibition type things where i just went for like four weeks did some productions gotcha back. um it was a lot of fun and uh oddly enough you know people always say that like you know there's a lot of footballers that do like ballet for like flexibility or um like gymnastics like like everything kind of works in tandem so i also yeah. played a lot of baseball. i know wrestlers that did a lot of gymnastics i was gonna say a lot of mma yeah. fighters do the same thing for like footwork and stuff like that yep. and, and and muscle memory as well right mm -hmm. so like if you can train your body to do something a certain way it helps in other avenues of, of physical that's physical true activity so i i did that in towards like the high school it was like supplementary but up until then um it was like that was that was my passion actually i i kind of wish that i i um i stopped dancing to like really pursue baseball and uh i kind of wish i did the opposite because like just thinking back on it there's so many different avenues for like production and dancing and, and right. like it's so cool so um yeah no it was it was just kind of a little blip in in my life that i still think very fondly of. i just haven't had the chance to do it for a long time right do you feel like a lot of the stuff that you learned during that time has helped you with your stream in any way have you been i mean other than the oh, absolutely. Well, other than twerking but i'm probably oh, yeah, yeah. i'm probably thinking like 
off the top of my head, like production value, you've probably seen full production from the top down. You've seen kind of what it takes to do that. I, I know we'll get into this later on, but I know you're doing a lot of um, uh, graphic design, especially Mrs. Dizzy. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mrs. Dizzy, um, who's also, we're going to get into that later on. Um, but, you know, I, I'm guessing some of the stuff you saw on Broadway and dealing with this, have, is that what's translated for you? Yeah, so... Um like public speaking mainly oddly mm. enough so like i used to do like in theater like a lot of monologues and a lot of uh you know interactivity between different people with like different lines of comedic timing and stuff and maybe not like the the back and forth element but like being able to talk to a wall like on demand of like hey we need you to just just keep talking for three minutes just go mm. um so that kind of improv and being in front of people like having that production side of things uh absolutely has helped on twitch just yeah. like a lot of people don't think of twitch as which they need to of this is a giant production of whatever you want it to be right like it's not just playing video games like if you go yeah, you to can twitch, have people you have people cooking you have people singing you have yeah. people exactly. djing you can have people yeah. playing the like riding a roomba for no goddamn reason you can have yeah. Yeah. like somebody what? tinkering an engineer you have somebody building a pc it goes anywhere yeah mm -hmm. Because, like, at any given time on Twitch, like, no matter what time of day it is, the number one category is just chatting, right? Like, mm -hmm. you go into it, it's the largest, like, category of, like, people doing podcasts, people, you know, mainly, like, woodworking or yeah. working on code. Like, like all of these different things. Like, that's what Twitch is. Like, Twitch is, is really a broadcast source, not just a place to go and play games live, right? Yeah, 100%. So if you can convert some of like what other people do in the sense of like i'm doing a one-man show but just happen to be playing video games like that's a it's a different ball game it's a yeah. totally different way to think about it so. oh yeah and you're right man and i think uh i've i've been on twitch now for two years and i've actually tried other things i tried like caffeine tv i did mixer um i've tried mm -hmm. facebook gaming i've tried a couple of these different platforms but twitch has a very unique uh audience i would say yeah it's a mixture and I, I did the numbers too obviously during covid right now like the numbers have increased significantly there's there's double the amount of streamers now and it's actually a third less the amount of viewers because a lot of those viewers are like hey fuck it i'm gonna try it you know let me let me try exactly. streaming you know exactly. um so the competition has gotten harder because there's more people so cream really right in this situation from a business standpoint like cream really rises to the top and this speaks to production um Last week we had on uh, Chromagon, who's also he runs Status Effect and Sea of Champions, and their production value is an all online esports plot like production team. Like they, that's what mm -hmm. they do, and their productions are fantastic. But that's why people are gravitate toward it. It's the same thing with your content, man. This is why people gravitate to yours because there's a there's a there's an aspect of production value, and you make it yourself, right? Like you make all yeah. your graphics. Yeah, well, that's even yep. when people like. I've seen some of your stuff. I use a uh, nerd or die shout out to nerd or die and nerd or die. If you want to give me money, go ahead, please do. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please do. Um, but I got nerd or die pre packages that I move around some stuff here and there, but you know, I'm not making my own stuff or, you know, anything like that. So when you see something, yeah. you're a unique personality, you have unique branding, you have unique, uh, even overlays and graphics and all of that when that that combined makes a good twitch streamer in my eyes you know and that could be you could take that to facebook or again youtube or blah, blah, insert thing and you can go to that platform because you have the core thing you have the production 
You know what I mean? That's kind of you know that's kind of how I think about it. those those skills we're talking about can apply anywhere. That's why T Pain came in one day and just fucking came in like partnered immediately because a it's T Pain and b his like his production is awesome. Like his his yeah. content is cool, man. It is what it that is. Intro rap ready to go. Yeah, off the jump. Yeah, dude, it was so crazy, man. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to it. I actually have a, a different background. I um, but similar, similar in yours. I played music for a long time. Um, I play I played guitar for 17 years. It's a long ass time to play guitar and drums. And I actually ran too big. Do you guys want to know what School of Rock is? If you haven't heard it, so heard of it. yeah, so this thing called School of Rock where we teach kids and adults and everybody had to basically be in a band, right? So I was running two of those businesses. So the you know our productions were every single weekend bringing kids and adults to like live stages, playing music live, like all that shit. So productions know. I mean, when you're having to lug the physical gear, get it set up every single weekend, and then on top of that, try and put it on a good show as like a front man for a band or you know whatever the case may be, or getting getting that to work, like getting a band to work together. That's where uh, I learned a lot. I, mean, I did that for six years, man. So I learned a lot about that. That's why I try to take some of those same skills to to my stream. I just suck at making, I've learned very quickly, me and YouTube don't get along. I really suck at making <laughs> videos. <laughs> like my videos turn out as memes. That's my content, right? Uh, it just is what it is. That's yeah, just how it feels, man. And, uh, but the one thing I've enjoyed is like, you kind of find your own voice on Twitch, um, for sure. I think Zion, you're still you're you're six months in, seven months in now. How long are you in? August, August, so whatever that is to now. Oh, yeah, so only a couple months. Eight to December, so four months. Right, so four months of streaming. So, and we'll talk. Let's just jump into this real quick because it's interesting. You actually, Zion, this is for you, man. Because I was thinking about this the other day. There's a time in your Twitch career when you. And Dizzy, back me up on this one. I think you can, you can, you have to like make a commitment. I'm gonna try. I'm thinking about this live, so it's probably gonna come out real funky. But I remember when I, I like really committed to the stream. You know, like it's like this weird feeling you get because it's like, well, do I take this extra free time I have and put it somewhere else, or am I gonna like, am I gonna fucking double down? Basically, it feels like and. It's like this weird, but when you do commit, it's like, what's that level of commitment? You feel like you're in this gray zone, if that makes any sense, like for a while until it starts to solidify a bit. And like I said, I'm jumbling this up a bit, but I think it was about four or five months in. I was like, what the fuck am I doing with this? Am I, am I doing anything with this stream? Am I just doing this for fun? Like, where do I want this to go? And what does that mean if I pick that direction? Um, is that something you're kind of feeling like, Zon? Did I explain that amply hopefully yeah you're hitting that a little bit on the head i mean my issue is i work 50 to 60 hours a week so my time at home is come home and i want to crash that's why i set my schedule so limited i gave myself friday and saturday are my scheduled stream nights and then if i do anything else it's a bonus right but this week i haven't streamed at all like, like right last week i friday i had a family event happen and i had to go help with that and then yesterday right. I was supposed to stream a big stream to make up for Friday, and I ended up playing a mix of Cyberpunk and Among Us with the community guys and just having a night to myself rather than turning the camera on. Yeah. I just, you have nights where you don't feel up to it, or I'm still in the phase of figuring out, okay, what the hell do I want to play mm. on stream? 
because I know you just had like your re rehash and now you're on the second version of it where you wanted to do Halo and WoW only and now you're doing Halo only for now. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. I have I want to stick to FPS, but at the same time, I don't want to pick an FPS that feels like it's broken record gaming mm. because Apex, you do the same thing game in, game out. Right. Rogue Company, there's all the different. I like that, but the niche community for that hasn't really built up yet since it just came out of alpha or beta. Sorry. Um, I'm not into Halo as big as you guys are. And Cold War, to me, feels lackluster. The multiplayer side of the game doesn't feel great. Mm. The, the main selling point to me right now for Cold War is zombies. So, right. So that's a hard that's a hard call, too. I mean, does you you play I've seen you play Donkey Kong, but on your main games like Destiny 2, right? You would say. Yeah, for the most part, for the yeah. most part. Um, how do you feel about all that, man? When when was that jump for you? Because I remember, I think the pot. What was that podcast you were on last Sunday? You yeah, uh, RPG after years, RPG yeah. after years. Shout out to them, by the way. Um, so you were talking about how you made this like jump from your day job and now you're doing this full time so and then you're doing like graphic design and this is we'll, mm. we'll talk that's a great segue to talk about miss dizzy <laughs> yeah, and like all yeah, the stuff yeah. they created but um what were you doing before that point like were you streaming like when did that come about yes so um i guess so i've been on twitch for a little under two years at this okay. point um so i think it's it, it might actually be longer than that but so I had a completely different view of Twitch when I first started. So like mm -hmm. me and my friend, uh, dumpster bonfire, Sean, who I do my podcast with, yep. um, we started Twitch exclusively for that, right? Like we, I, the, the channel was called drunk destiny. We were, you know, doing stuff like we were playing destiny, but like we would take time, like half the time we would talk about like destiny lore, like, um, you know, the, a dynamic between someone who's played a lot and someone who hasn't like teaching and like, um, and it was definitely just a hobby. It was like, hey, let's let's just play games. Let's put time aside to hang out with buds, um, and that that's what it was. Um, but at the beginning of this year, um, for the last couple of years, I, I worked as a, a a public accountant. I worked as a, a external auditor for big Fortune 500 companies. Mm -hmm. I, I um, my my focus was in telecommunications and technology. I did a lot of gaming companies that I did like books for and audits for. Right. Um, a lot of like so. I've, S similar to Zion, I I was averaging eighty to eighty five hours a week. Like Holy shit, a lot. God, um, and and that that was like even in summertime, like like even when COVID hit, I was doing like seventy five hours a week Oof. at home. Um, and it it was it was rough. So when I streamed, it was once maybe twice a week, like Zion was saying. Um, and it was like i i did it because i needed a creative outlet i needed something that i could like because i i did i hated my job it was awful um and uh you know it was dealing with numbers and difficult problems all day and like no one was happy everyone was just stupid sad and depressed all the time and it was like yeah. a super corporate like bullshit type thing um if you can't tell i'm a little biased towards i would <laughs> towards I, my last job i feel you um, on that yeah i feel you on that <laughs> but um so I, that's what streaming was at first. It was like, hey, I just need a, a, a creative outlet so I can get some of this like creative energy that I have during my workday out in mm -hmm. some form. Um, but at the beginning of this year, so in January, I, I made that decision of like, maybe I should start doing this a little bit more 
like uh seriously right um so we did a little rebrand i changed it to dizzy delo and like started doing my own thing and i would get up every single day 5 30 in the morning and stream before work mm. because i knew that if if i set time aside before i started my work day to do something creative, I was in a better mood the rest of the day. Mm. Um, so I, I literally woke up three days a week at 5.30 after going to bed at like one or two in the morning. I was just waking up and streaming video games, whether it was like Destiny 2 or you know, playing retro games like Donkey Kong or Super Mario. Time out. Like Are you on cocaine, sir? Are doing it? No, Is that I'm not. <laughs> That's Dude, a lot of fucking hours. I wish. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. <laughs> um, but that's what, that's what I would do. I would wake up early. I would stream. And then when I finished work at 10 o'clock at night, I would just do nothing. Right. And, you know, spend time with my wife. Um, but then about halfway through this year, once COVID hit and I was working from home and there was a lot of like really unethical business practices that I was like, I need to get out of this. Um, not Not for individuals, but just giant overarching schemes of things yeah um i i said to myself i i don't want to work here anymore i don't need to do this so i think it was in september actually um was when uh, i quit my job and miss dizzy who has been doing destiny art and graphic design and illustration and, and all that for years um her like commissions and stuff she was doing for people and freelance work was taking off so much that she was like hey i got us i'll do bills stop doing what you're doing yeah um so then september was when i was like all right i'm gonna take this more seriously do content yeah um and stream a little bit more throughout the week and then i found out that i'm actually pretty damn good at doing graphics yeah um, and i would freaking uh, say so yeah like like motion graphics and animations and like transitions and overlays and all that stuff um and together uh, uh my wife and i have kind of you know, turned that into our full-time gig of her doing like emotes and, you know, profiles and branding and, you know, illustrations and stuff. And yeah. then, you know, I'll do a couple of projects a week of like doing webcam overlays for people or, or, you know, badges or something. And uh, that paired with, with Twitch is what we've been doing full-time for the last couple of months through, through this whole thing. And, and like, it's not how I thought it would work, but it seems to work for right now. You know? Right. Yeah. It works for the time being, and, and it works yeah, well. Exactly. I mean, your your growth. I was there when it was Drunk Destiny. I was yeah, there back yeah. when it was Drunk Destiny. I was there when you guys. I don't think you were. I think you were just streaming Destiny Two at the time. You weren't actually yeah. doing the podcast. Like you were doing the podcast, but you weren't like when I was there. I wasn't seeing the podcast. I've only been yeah, yeah, yeah. to a few of the podcasts here and there. Um, but dude, your content. I can I can see the shift. I per, just from being. I've probably followed you for at least a year now and like, and yeah, just about, yeah. And I can, I can see the shift and that the content changes um, and the amount of work you guys have been doing. But dude, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's like some of the stuff that you were saying felt like the exact same to me, like the, yeah. the exact same, because I was in a, I was in a really shitty job in the healthcare field and I saw a lot of really shitty practices like especially uh, so god I, I, I'm, I'm gonna cut you out for a second because actually it was a healthcare client that i was working for that caused me and i was just like no nah, bro okay so i totally feel you yeah. bro because i i'm not gonna name anything but i i was working with three different hospitals and eight different retirement homes and about seven different doctor's offices for like from basically since the start of covid mm -hmm. um and i saw these transit these shady practices man and i was like i gotta get the fuck out i was like I gotta, yep. 
fuck out. And yeah. right now, I'm actually making a career shift into um, AWS stuff. And I, believe it or not, I think you talked about this in the podcast. Uh, it's a friend of mine who I met on Twitch who's helping me yeah. do, like, get a job. And I was like, never in a million years, two years ago, I would have been like, never in a million years am I going to meet somebody online be like really good friends like i got i have zion here we're starting a fucking podcast together like i don't even we've never met face to face other than on camera like and you know he feels like closer to closer friend to me than than a lot of people even the people i was working with at this other job you know but um i really started dedicating myself more after i was like okay i can't i can't keep doing that it's like it was like soul sucking you know what i mean like it yeah. was it, yeah it's it's a job it was an okay job but there was it's never good to be in a job where there is a there's a terminology called moral hazards you know what that is <laughs> yeah okay oddly enough some people put that on balance sheets fun fun fact <laughs> yeah there's literally moral moral hazards or moral wounds when you have to make decisions that are you know are wrong but you have to make them dude it's rough status super rough um there's only so many times you can do that i was a marine man so morally i was like it's like against the grain it was like rubbing mm -hmm. sandpaper every day for a while and it just after a while i was like screw this can't do that yeah zion you're you're killing it though in your job what's going on with you man uh we're pouring mud in the rain and it, it sucks <laughs> okay <laughs> uh so this week we set uh, we did two small jobs that were like 800 feet a piece. I do, so I'm the string setter for a construction company uh, for concrete. And what I do is I go in, they survey the job. They give me hub stakes that tell me, okay, I need to be this high off elevation from sea level. And I don't care about the sea level part. I just go off whatever their hub stake says. There's a stake in the ground that's got a little nail in it. And I base my level off the nail and come a foot and a half out from that. And then I go... Uh, whatever the elevation on the hub is from that nail. And then I do a thousand feet of straight uh, stakes like that in a straight Perfect. line. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it sounds like too. Exactly. Yeah. Where you hit that, just <laughs> like that. Um, but I pound anywhere from 500 to this job's 4,200 feet of stakes, every, a stake every six feet. And it's either in a straight line, it can be in a radius. Radius sucks because then you got to have like three stakes in between each hub. Um, and I had two 12s and a 14 this week of setting stuff in the rain. And then we're Dude. pouring in the rain and I'm trying to race because the machine's behind me pouring in uh, behind us and just it's, it gets not so fun. Dude, it's so crazy to me. Like how you do that job a and b how all three of us have these different backgrounds but gaming and twitch brought us all together and we all have yeah. way completely different backgrounds 100 we live in different states but the one unifier is content creation twitch and obviously gaming podcast before, gaming you know so like before anything yeah so um, while we're on the topic of gaming real quick, man, what is the first game you, I asked, dude, I know my viewers, I'm sorry, people listening on Spotify or YouTube. I know I asked this question, but it's important to me. Okay. Deal with it. I've already got some comments about this. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like asking it. Um, what is the first game that was like, it hits you and you're like, oh shit, this is the game. Like this is, I want to do this thing. This is my hobby. I like this. Like, what was that first right. game for you? 
uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Oh no, you that didn't. Was, that, that, yeah, yeah, that was the first one. So like, I played a lot of like Super Super Nintendo games. I played like Mario sixty four on on N sixty four. I did like a, a bunch of um, like the old like Rogue Squadron Star Wars games right. on like, nice. like PC, like Windows ninety eight shit. Um, yep. Like I did a lot of stuff like that, but I wasn't space really, pinball. Like, I, yeah, yep. exactly. Like it's like the best game ever created. Of course, world, everybody knows that. Um, no internet, but you like. Get- <laughs> dude i wasted so many hours on that fucking game bro me too <laughs> me too oh, my man. dad actually somewhere on one of his old phones had a screenshot of my high score and i got like something like four or five million it was jesus stupid. i think i was an Ridiculous. idiot i think i sucked <laughs> pretty sure i was garbage at that game <laughs> but like uh, i i didn't consider myself like a gamer like you know i i was doing a lot of things like i was um you know school and baseball and dance and like all these things that like me and my family were doing i didn't really have time for gaming right um but halo combat evolved was the first time i went over to a friend's house and we started playing it and i was like i never want to do anything else besides play this game that and then um the online multiplayer of call of duty 4 mm. Th- that was the first one that like really great like so really he got, got best me of in both worlds whereas we didn't want to beach yeah yeah so like like halo combat for like space magically fun like fps shooter and then like for the multiplayer cod like cod 4 like the the original like right those two things were both i want to do this a lot yeah that's dude that oh that's happened to me too man i actually the game i know lifed because i'm a little bit old how old are you i'm 25 oh a lady never tells bro come on man no i'm just uh (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm 31, so dude, uh, the first game I ever played that really got me uh, was this old game called Legend of Dragoon on PlayStation One. It was an RPG oh, yeah. game, yeah, yeah, RPG with a big, big stack four discs, you know, and you get to a certain part like, please change discs. But I remember yep. no lifing that game, and I was like, holy shit! Like I was obsessed. I, I would go visit my grandparents and bring like this portable big ass TV with the PS1 so I could play it like wherever I went to. Like I freaking loved that game. But after that, I was like, oh, I need to do this again. Like I need to keep doing this. Legend of Dragon was like the game for me, man. Like, but but then I got into first person shooters. It was Halo. I played Halo at my buddy's house and I was like, ooh, I need this game. Like I need to play this. And yeah. I played Halo 1 and then of course, I went the whole Halo route, though. I never even touched Call of Duty that much. I just went straight Halo. I think Zion was all Call of Duty. So we were like yin and yang on that one. I've yeah. played every COD except the one before Big Red 1. I, what is Big Red 1? It's, uh, Big Red 1 uh, is technically That COD was a great two. game, by the way. That was a great yeah. game. Big Red 1? What the hell is <laughs> yeah. that? that was technically uh, referred. It's COD 2. Okay. Yeah. So there's COD 1, Big Red 1. There's another one, and then there was the first Modern Warfare. Okay, I think I played. Was there a Call of Duty like 1945, like old school Call of Duty? Like where you like? Sto- I just vaguely remember like storming the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, that's Call of Duty Two. Okay, I yeah. played that one. I I forgot about Call of Duty Two. Okay, so Call of Duty Two was before Call of Duty Four. I okay. remember that one. I yeah, that was on PC, and I fucking love that. Dude, game. I was I remember freaking out as a kid, like when I was younger. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, like. Like remember yeah. you get off the boat and you have to hide between those like little X's and you're like just yeah. like bullets fly, people are dying everywhere. You're like, holy well, yeah, shit. And, like, and, and like when you're younger, it's like, oh my god, I am living saving private <laughs> Ryan right now. And you're like, I I am in this universe, you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, no, you're not, I am but... <laughs> This is Normandy now. Like 
<laughs> I'm freaking oh, out, man. dude. I forgot about that game. That's such a fun game. I want to go back and play that. Oh, uh, no, dude. I remember that. That was one of the ones I do remember because I, I played Halo so much, but I remember that one a lot. Um, yeah. And I do remember. I never got into any of the flying. Did you ever get into flying games or anything? I never really like. Uh, I did. Um, I did Blazing Angels a little bit. And then I also did uh, like. Do you remember? All right. So this might. Don't you say yeah, Independence I, Day. I, Don't you say Independence Day. No, I didn't okay. say Independence okay, Day. Okay, okay, okay. I, I played that a little bit, but the yeah. one that really got me um, was uh, Star Wars Starfighter and Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron. Oh, uh, okay. For, uh, yep. N64. Oh, yep, Dude, I I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like jogging my memory banks right now. Like, oh, these yeah. are all games I played well before Halo 3. And like, oh my God, those were fantastic games. Yeah. Um, right back. I'm pretty sure my dog just broke something. Okay. Enjoy. Right, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy that. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, no, though though yeah, oh, yeah. No, I loved Rogue Squadron and uh Rogue Squadron 2 and Star Wars Starfighter and Star Wars Starfighter 2. Like all these games that were like old 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 PC games that like my comp- my my dad's computer could hardly even like turn off. Yeah. <laughs> and I like and I was playing it like probably 15 frames a second or something. Yeah. It was like awful. But it's still um, fun. Back then you're like, Oh yeah. Is, oh my god, I was great at 15 frames per second. Shit. Like, you know. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh man. I remember okay, this is gonna jog your memory because you're you're if you're a gamer and you're a Star Wars fan, you probably played Jedi Academy too. Did you ever play Oh my god, what a fucking delicious game that was. That one, okay. This is my favorite it sounds like a fever dream because but it's not okay back then you could play multiplayer and when you could play multiplayer you could choose light side or dark side and if you chose Mm -hmm. dark side you could pick the choke ability you could choke someone in the air and if you put your sensitivity to 10 you could spin around like a fucking top and toss them off the map it was the dude i remember being a kid i was like i don't know what i don't know i'm gonna date myself but anyways i was playing online i remember i learned that trick that was the first time i ever went online to like really look up like a um like how to do this the back then there's no youtube or anything so you had to like you like go to a website what was it there was like a game shark there's gameshark.com for people who don't know so i i actually never got into the how-to stuff until like 2000 10 okay so like like i i just i never thought about it so like internet if I didn't beat a game i just i didn't beat a game that's it yeah no back then yep. there's there's things called like game this is gonna date me brothers these things that you buy these cartridges for ps1 or you know yeah. even xbox is called game shark you plug it in you can preload like god mode or unlimited funds or and you can just preload it into the game and sometimes it would corrupt your game and your save and you'd have to fucking start over so it was like a gamble yeah. it was like you're basically just messing with the code but they also had online guides. And so when somebody showed me how to do that, I just remember going on. That's my favorite thing to do. I'd go into a game in Jedi Academy 2. I'd pick choke ability. I'd turn my my sensitivity all the way to 10. And what you do is you choke them. You, you hold them out like 10 yards away from you. And then you just spin around and just like like you just like chuck them. <laughs> There's no way around. You just chuck them. It was the craziest thing. Um, Dude, there's those games like that don't exist right now. Like they don't. They no. just don't, man. Like Destiny 2, for example. I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with Destiny 2. I think everybody I think who, everyone does. Uh, yeah, I think every yeah. single person has a a, a love-hate with that game. And you cuz you're either a PvE person or you're a PvP person, and that's just those guys are always buttonheads, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. Oh lord. Oh, 
I want to give a shout out real quick. Mr. Clutch is in the chat. Look at this guy. Hi, mm. buddy. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. We got a whole bunch of people. That's another thing. Okay. Podcasting. Um, yeah. What got you into podcasting? I know we talked a little bit about the Destiny lore a little bit, but what was like, hey, I'm going to do this. What was like that moment um, for you? Okay. So I'll go, I'll answer the question you just asked before that, and then I'll get into yeah. podcasting. Okay. So like Destiny 2 love-hate relationship kind of got me into podcasting. Oh, um, okay. Because uh, I, I, the time from like Halo 4 mm-hmm. to like year three of Destiny 1, I didn't play video games. Um, mm. I just wasn't there. Like I didn't play any CODs. I didn't play much. Um, I didn't even own a PlayStation 4. Like I, I was like rocking old Xbox 360, right. like single player, like Marvel Lego superheroes. Like I would do that for a couple hours a week. And like, that's all I could do. Cause right. I was in college doing grad stuff, doing blah 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 life but, life happened yeah and um i was I, th- I was in i think i was in my first or second year of grad school i can't remember but one of my friends introduced me to destiny one mm-hmm. and we, we were at a oddly enough we were at a party and everyone was just passed out and i was the only person awake that is the, the worst party. feeling dude and i was just like well i mean because i was dd and i was like we we're don't worry like everything's fine and like i was just i was a dd and i was just hanging out and he was like if you want to do something you can just go play destiny i was like what the hell is destiny like, all right it's 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 a game i turned it on and i was like oh my god i love this and that, <laughs> that got me back into gaming but then all i would do in my spare time was schoolwork and gaming right and uh my friend sean didn't play at that time and I finally got him to start playing Destiny. And the idea for podcasting was he had no idea what to do in Destiny. Mm-hmm. And I did. And he was like, this is all really stupid. Like, why would why would I want to play Destiny? Because, like, it's fun, but, like, it's really hard. And, like, if you're a casual player, it's stupid. But if you're really hardcore, there's not enough to do. And there was, like, that love-hate there. Yep. And it was literally me explaining how to play destiny to someone that hadn't played destiny and that was our idea for a podcast that's a smart idea like let's just do it like might as well and so that kind of we wanted to do something whether it be like a podcast or a youtube or something yeah me sean and i because we're like we're we're funny we've got a good dynamic why don't we try something and podcast is just what what we landed on and it just happened to be about destiny so do you listen to a lot of podcasts too like did you list like I used to. I used to listen to a ton of podcasts. So um, when I was working and I was working a ton of hours a week, um, I would have times where, you know, I would be working on a project for six hours a day and I wouldn't have to talk or like, you know, uh, interact with my team members. Mm-hmm. And I would just put on hours of podcasts. So I would yeah. I would listen to like Destiny podcasts, RPG podcasts, uh, political stuff, just overall gaming. Um so during that time, I was like, all I did because I commuted, like I had a really long commute mm-hmm. to, to work. And then I had a lot of downtime where I was just working and like I didn't have to talk to people. So I listened to a ton of podcasts. And in my head, I was like, this works. Why don't we give it a shot? Right. Um, so, yeah, we we just kind of landed on that because we were both listening to podcasts a lot at that time. Um, but oddly enough, since COVID has started, I've listened to like one podcast a month. <laughs> It's been really weird. Like if I'm not listening or watching it live, I like because I don't go anywhere, you know, like, right. You know, the, the, for me, podcasts are what I did passively in my, my spare time. And now like that passive time is gone. My, 
Yeah, like I'm stuck in my house for six months. Like I don't, I don't drive anywhere. I drive to Ralph's. They load it in my car and I come back. Like, that's all <laughs> I do, you know, like real talk, real talk, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, well, and like what Scott Spot said, like, like universally, like that's what everyone's doing. Like that's what podcasts are for: are to feel like you're in a room with someone that's doing something that you can't do at the moment. Yeah. And now that people don't have commute times, you can literally turn off your work and turn to your other monitor and you can play or do whatever that thing they were going to talk about anyway. You know, right. like or put your Zoom call on a on a loop and then do whatever you were gonna do anyway. You know, just like exactly, you know, you know like, my, mute mute your mic, play some Destiny to you on the side, no worries. Yeah, Once in a while exactly. you have a camera just like, oh yeah, very interested. Mm-hmm. You know, and go right back Not to up. it. Yeah, you're good to go. Exactly. Um, no, man, I've been listening to podcasts. My buddy got me into it like four years ago. Um, and this is back when I was still working at school of rock. And I just, I mean, for me, I was like, man, I, I'm already doing, I'm already singing songs on stage. I'm sitting, I'm running it. You know, I was thinking about starting the streaming stuff, you know? And so I got started the streaming stuff up and I was like, dude, I could do this. And like, there's no, I like to talk. I will talk anybody's fucking ear off. And I'm, I'm an inquisitive little bastard. I like to say that to everybody. I'm an inquisitive little bastard. So I was like, I can quit <laughs> a little bastard. <laughs> that's what I am, man. That's that's me. Hashtag that. Um, you know, but I, I my idea for this podcast was just like, you know, we can get some cool content creators on. My I'm always fascinated on the aspects of gaming that brings people together and then what brought them to where they're at, whether they're content yeah. creation or esports or anything. Cause I've been I've been a gamer for twenty four years. It's a long ass time. It's a long time, dude. It's a, a long, long time. time. But gaming to me has taken many forms. It's either I was in the Marine Corps, so obviously in life, like there's plenty of things that happen that will either stop your gaming or transforms. You know, like um, when I was in the Marine Corps, it was all first person shooters. Do a game or two, and then you're on to wherever else somebody's yelling at yeah. you. You know, um, whatever job I had, sometimes RPGs. Sometimes you just want to get in the home and just play an RPG single player, not talk to a single person call it a day you know what i mean um so with the podcast it's it's always interesting to see like you know for you you know you you were gaming for a while you took a break because you were also doing school then you got introduced to destiny destiny in general randomly at a party um and then now look at you now all these years later you're a destiny 2 streamer killing it you know so it's like it's weird how that yeah that transition happens just because i mean i met my wife at a random ass party in like this backwoods county in this in in this apartment complex like and now we're married almost you know we're going on eight years you know it's crazy oh i know this this month shout out to my (laughs) wife who's she's a nurse so she's actually asleep upstairs right now she had night shift last night so Uh, i know that's what it is um yeah so podcast so what was your first podcast lore about um oddly enough so we we created drunk destiny for the purpose of like people that don't know about destiny to like learn about it from someone who doesn't play and then viewing it as someone who's not right um and uh our very our first two are actually i would argue that our first four episodes are still our best episodes we've ever done (laughs) it's like a year and a half later and it sucks but um we uh we did all of the major bad guys and like why you should know about the major like big bad guys and all (laughs) the expansions and then we did all of the major good guys and all the characters that like um like the people you interact with the npcs but we at this point we didn't stream it 
so we like wrote scripts and we like had all of these like different like points that we wanted to make and like all of these like really funny comedic timing elements and like we we did it like a production the first two and we did it like drunk history where we got super hammered and tried to revert back to it <laughs> it was hilarious um the, seriously those those episodes are great and then the third episode um we did uh the complete timeline of destiny oh shit and so we we went from like the the golden age before destiny one started all the way up to wherever it was in destiny two at that time and we were just slamming beers the entire time it was it was so much fun but like you can't really do that live you know like you have yeah. to go back and be able to edit stuff like that you do but, some um, yeah sometimes you have to edit that yeah a little bit yeah and uh <laughs> but no those are seriously some of the most fun things i've i've done on the pod and those were the very first things we ever did like the quality was really bad and like we didn't have good mics and i didn't really know how to edit audio and stuff so like it's pretty spotty but <laughs> that's how every podcast starts dude that's i mean yeah. our episode one was just means on like hey we doing this man we're doing all right yeah, we're doing this much. you know and then yep. it's we're only i mean this is only episode 14 we're only a couple episodes yeah, but still, in i feel like you guys just started like two weeks ago i know, you know like episode I... 14 like it's quick like it's amazing how fast you go through episodes right even dude, when you skip a couple of weeks here and there I, it's crazy man and on top yeah. of that i want to double i want to do i want to do more because i'm i'm learning oh, yeah like we were just talking about that with like with content my content's changing like yesterday i did my first twitch watch party that was crazy yeah how, how was that bro I've never done the twitch watch okay party. number one you can't even go back and watch it because it only shows my face and it has the anime music and and sounds in the background but you don't actually get to re-watch the content which is i guess weird but when you're doing it um it's weird dude you like you just put on an episode you can't pause it you just you just blow through it man and so if you choose something that you and your your community want to watch you just watch it so my buddies and zion they were like hey man watch some weird ass animes because i'm not a big anime guy I, I like anime but i don't know any one of us i don't know any good ones i don't know what to do so i was like all right cool so they showed me like the most weird animes they could find basically on amazon like there was one where it was an old guy who was also got hit by a, an alien spaceship and turned into a killer robot who was also an old guy i was like okay mm -hmm, sure that makes sense all right no worries there was another one sounds sounds amazing okay it's on amazon Stu okay. stupendous writing sounds awesome <laughs> okay there's another one there's another one where's the <laughs> i don't even what the fuck <laughs> wait wait it gets better there's a live action hold on we're gonna okay i gotta oh, god <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> who who, who great likes this shit, right? <laughs> You're like, no, no. this this will bring people to, to watch. I don't know, man. Okay, what is it? Now I gotta look it up because this is ridiculous. Okay, it is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, it's called Inu Yashiki Last Hero. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 David after Rafiki. I don't know what the okay hold on i mean okay in you yashiki i don't care if you if the directors are watching and listening to this podcast for any reason i'm sorry but your show is ridiculous <laughs> like okay in yashiki live action okay i'm gonna change over so you can see this screen because we're just gonna watch it i don't care if we get hit i don't this is it's worth it it's 100 worth it hold on this is terrible okay in yashiki the official tv okay <laughs> 
We're gonna get hit. We're gonna get hit. That's okay. Here we go. Watch this. Watch this. Oh lordy. Oh no. Oh boy. That's the old guy. The production value actually looks pretty good. Yeah. That's his dog. Hit by the thing. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> this started out like super, super. What is Iron Man? This started out really intriguing, but boy, this is a little strange. Also, high dumpy, speak of the devil. Bro. I. I don't, I don't. Okay, the first scene is this man. He gets hit by something. All right, the whole premise of this entire show is old man has three months to live, gets hit randomly. Like, literally, he's in the, the park with his freaking dog, and he gets hit by an alien spaceship. Why? Sure. Okay, sure. The aliens aren't even there. You don't even see the aliens. They're like, we must rebuild this human. I don't know why, but they're like, fuck it. We've got these two bodies lying around. Oh, but it might destroy the Earth. And the aliens are like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. Give it to them. Whatever. Rebuild them. They rebuild them. And then he has a jetpack built sure. into him. Sure. So, so the, the, the quick version of the story is that you watch something completely outlandish during a watch party. And it went really well. It went amazingly <laughs> well. Well, that does that's not even the worst thing. We but we also watched um, Pop Team Epic, which is the, as my friend said, the robot chicken of Japan. Oh, but, oh, it's not. Sounds. It's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, okay. It's not even okay. close. I can't show the content because we'll definitely get hit. But yeah, mm -mm. that's fine. No, no, no. If anybody okay. wants to see it, it's called Pop Team epic uh they're two high school girls that do random crazy shit and they are voiced by men so yeah cool there we are okay so that's the content we're, we're here for that's right? i mean that's you know we're talking about main content here that's the content which we want to do that's it right there man oh my god no but so we did the live thing we saw the animes and it's weird i would 100 percent recommend you try it just because cool. it's that weird like it's it's like uh only downside is your viewers have to have amazon prime that's the only downside but oh gotcha i'm pretty sure everybody has it at this point i mean you want those yeah, packages yeah. in a day i mean you gotta get those packages in a day bro like come on yeah it's it's usa you got three, three days for shipping looking ass i don't think so you got free, you got free videos come on brother you gotta do this nah man but it's it's crazy what animes are you into man a lot okay a give lot. me some give me some recommendations <laughs> i need some recommendations um, man so uh me me and my wife have really gotten into uh attack on titan my hero academia would highly recommend my hero academia um we, uh full metal alchemist brotherhood mm -hmm. sean in chat was the one that turned us on to that um we've been watching inuyasha we just mm. finished um darling in the franks which actually was stupendous what is that um 
it's it's basically like i don't even know how to explain it so it's it's basically these giant mechs it's, it's like a post-apocalyptic world okay and it's these these giant mechs that have to be piloted by a male and a female and the uh-huh. pilots have to be like 15 years old and they have to be like it's uh, yeah it's fine just bear with me okay bear right. with me it's they fine. have to okay um and they have to be they like so they they um these pilots like pilot these giant like mechs that are made to kill alien species okay um but the premise is that there's one particular uh uh pilot who's a who's a female who kills all of like a black widow kind of kills all of her her other co-pilots and the premise is that there's a, a new pilot that can pilot with her oh and it's the story of that and it's it's actually i'll be honest i'm it's only a, it's a um it's an anime that's only one series so it's just a complete story and it's that's it you're done okay um i'm really sad because there's only one season like, right I, i've thoroughly enjoyed it it takes a really hard left turn like the last five episodes and as like, most wow, animes is, do yeah but like not not in a story way in a like what is happening right now oh. like kind of like it's it's really strange but um would recommend that so okay good. i'll check that one out all right yeah um let's see what are some other ones have you seen uh vinland saga i've heard of it i haven't watched it i think that's on our watch list somewhere holy crap vinland saga like so zion told me about vinland saga and he's like Hey man, do you like Vikings? I'm like, who doesn't like Vikings? Right? I was like, we'll yeah. do some. Oh, hold on, <clears throat> Zion. We're talking about anime. It came out at the perfect time. I'm telling him. Oh, you're on mute. I'm still muted. Well, <laughs> so I'm not back 100 percent yet. Okay. Eventually, I'm waiting. So, in the cool. excitement of my dog going, oh my god, mom and dad are home. Mom uh-huh. and dad are home. She knocked over a candle case, which oh, was no. made of glass, and it shattered into a million pieces. Oh god. And then, so I just got done vacuuming that. My dad killed a fork horn buck. And so he's getting the legs off that so we can hang it in our garage so he can skin it. And when he needs help to hang it in the garage in a few minutes, I got to go back out and help him again. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a turn of events this is taking, man. <laughs> Anime to, to that and like, oh boy. What is happening right now? <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. dude. We were just talking about Vinland Saga, though. So do you have, to, you have a second? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so I was telling him we were just talking about um, animes, and he was telling me about. I told him about the one we watched I'm last out. night. What? You need to stop calling them animes. What is it it's called? Just anime. Period. Anime. Okay, we yeah. were talking about anime, and uh, there we were are talking about the, multiple animes. The one last anime. night, the Inuyashiki one, the one that Yin recommend, the old man who turned weird. into a jetpack. A little weird. What's well? You haven't gotten that. You've just like barely gotten your toes wet, dude. Bro, but so Vinland Saga though is the one that Zion told me about, and this is the one he's like, man, you like Vikings? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. I love Vikings, man. This is it's like it follows the story of this little kid who's he's basically like gets like his entire family gets fucking wrecked, and he basically grows no. up like a feral kid. No, okay, and you're already well, getting it wrong. Well, I don't remember, but I remember so, the fucking thing was awesome. <laughs> his dad is like the ex Yom's Vikings, which is like the Viking. Think of like the Vikings special forces, essentially. You're right. They just wreck everybody's shit. And his dad was like the number one general of those guys. And then uh, so Thor's, which is the dad, Thorfinn, which is the son. And then I don't remember the big dude's name that literally wields like the log. I don't remember him. But that was like his number two in command of the dad. They used to be number one and number two of those guys. Uh, They were like brothers. 
but he essentially faked his own death because he wanted to just go be a family man rather than a warrior for the rest of his days and die on the battlefield. He was tired of it. So he went to Iceland and grew a family out in the middle of freeze all fuck all nowhere. Yep. Yep. Good anime. The manga for it is still ongoing and it's actually really good. Dude. So it's basically following this, like I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but it's the anime style, the fight scenes, the the storyline is like it's Viking lore and Viking ideals, but set with like Japan's like, you know, it's it's in Japanese. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Someone like, important to <clears throat> Thorfinn dies and it's not his entire family because he sneaks away onto the ship when they go out to answer the call. Yeah, you'll see. It's trust me. It's interesting. It's okay. so you gotta watch that one for sure. Um, another one I was thinking about. I just saw that was that. Uh, oh, uh, this is wait. Hard left turn. Have you seen Utopia on um, on Amazon? I feel like I've I I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't think I've watched it. Though. It's such okay, a. I gotta go hang. Okay. Now, so I'll right, good, good luck. luck with the deer. Yeah. Okay. So, dude, this is. It's a random show. My, you, you know when you find a show with your wife and it's like, you're just like, you're trying to find something to watch together and yeah. it's like, you're scrolling through like, hey, we're gonna try this random show, right? We tried Utopia. It's a show about a comic book that's also real and it predicts like the future and basically it, to not give out too much, it's this comic book follows the life events of this one person and it, it's like how this company is trying or this person is trying to basically kill everyone on the world. So it's like conspiracy theory mixed with like comics mixed with awesome acting. And then it's game of Thrones style. It's game of Thrones style. Like people you think shouldn't die, die people you think shouldn't live, live like it's wild. Like it was just like out of nowhere. Wild, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've um actually, I think that, so I, I have a roommate as well. So me and my wife, we've, we have a roommate, but mm-hmm. I think they actually started watching this. I don't think I did though. Dude. Now that I see it, it looked, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of sci-fi. Yeah. It's like yeah. sci-fi esque. It's got some really good actors, in it, but it's just, it's wild from start to finish. Just like, and it's one of those things where there's going to be a second series, but I'm not sure. I have no idea because it's just gotcha. wild by itself, man. Um, okay. I want to get over to Mrs. Dizzy stuff. So yeah, I knew you and I knew you were married. I knew Mrs. Dizzy was there, but I had no idea how freaking talented she is. Holy oh, it's crap. Dude, okay, it's let me. Stupid. I'm switching yeah. over to the screens because I gotta, sh- I gotta share by some of this stuff. This is beyond cool. Okay, let's start with her. I'm gonna start with your first of all, your Instagram. Your Instagram is sure. fantastic. All right, I just want to share by your content again. If you guys want to get a chance <laughs> to see his content, it is for everyone to see on it's Instagram.com forward slash Dizzy D L O Dizzy D L O baby. Go check that out. Um, you can kind of get some of his personality and what he's like, man, because it's. It's cr- dude. I'm like I said, it's something. It's definitely yeah. s- uh, something. <laughs> that's definitely something. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know how to describe it, but it's something. <laughs> yeah, but I really started. So I started following. She's out. She has commissions open right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out well, to that. We actually we changed kind of the way that she. We used to do it for like having commissions open for you to fill an entire month of work, and mm. then you cut it off until you get that done. Then you open it the next month. But right. 
we like we've got or she has people on a wait list of like three months now and like damn it's so we're basically just keeping them open at all time and just letting people know how long it's going to be until we get there that's smart yeah i mean it's it's definitely the way to do especially because you guys are i mean how long has she been doing it for um just about a year actually she started um so if you go down to like her first posting it's like october of last year yeah she's got a lot of work but yeah if we go let's go but you can see the cool part i love about her page is oh there's it's chrissy hey there she is um um but if you go down you see i love watch seeing this stuff because it's like you see the transitions and just getting better and better as they post it's better and better and better and better yeah what's this one the very first one this one november 6 2019 yeah a little over a year now so that was originally so she she doesn't play destiny right Mm -hmm. like she she doesn't play she's not really in the the destiny world what she makes all of this i know she doesn't play so so here's here's why it's really fun to do so like she she did a lot of illustrations um that are like different you know like uh character concept art she's done Mm -hmm. that a lot but like she never really had an instagram page that was art related right um and at the time around around here was where we started getting like quote unquote serious about the drunk mm-hmm. destiny podcast we're like hey let's make some merch so this here was like that saladin portrait mm-hmm. was for our first bit of drunk destiny merch and she was like oh. this is actually kind of fun to make and i was like yeah destiny is kind of cool you want me to show you a little bit so the first like i don't know like 20 or 30 things that she did were all just like learning about how armor looks and like how right. you know guardians look and like you know have the the world of it but she's only played probably two hours total of destiny and what's cool is that we we work as a team where rookie numbers yeah right get pump those numbers (laughs) up there come on we got pump those numbers up (laughs) um where i i tend i i consider myself one of the most creative people i know i don't have the skills to make everything but I can think of different ideas, whether it be for different people, which is like where we can sell our commissions of like, right. I help people come up with creative things to do. Right. And she can turn them into whatever they want. So if you go through most of her Instagram, a lot of them are like people that have commissioned her, but then the ones that aren't are things that like we've come up with together and I've described it to her and then she makes it. Yeah, dude. So it's like some of this stuff it, is it, fantastic, man. It's insane, dude. I mean, um, it's, it's crazy. She started with the side profile, oh, and then, yeah, yeah and yeah. then she's she's moved into this. Is I'm guessing this is something that you wanted made, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, um, yeah, just an all might version of an EXO. Yeah, so from from my hero academia. That's, that's yeah. so cool, it's man. Cool, right? That's um, so cool. But then you've so got lightning trail, like he's a thunder crash. Yeah. yeah. But then you have like so, this one right here. This one I I noticed when I was scrolling through. So this one is so much like who made this? I mean, obviously she made it, but like was yeah. this a commission from somebody or is this just No, a- no, that was just one that she did in her spare time. Dude. Um she does yeah, so this I in her spare time? This, yeah, no, she it's it's stupid how talented Dizzy. she is. Like I w- I wish I had an an ounce of her her talent dude mrs dizzy um, this is what you do in your spare time you need to keep going this is amazing this yeah, is yeah, keep don't sure. stop just like this is your thing just um, don't stop well what was crazy was that in like her like early stuff bungie actually featured her on on their instagram a while ago oh no and, shit um yeah it was just a random commission that she did for someone they were like hey this is really cool and then they put it on their instagram and um since then she's been trying to do 
like oh, Destiny stuff. A clone helmet. I know, mm-hmm. right? Oh. But so, well, and the one right next to it, the uh, the Ahsoka assassin. So she yeah. did that as like an Assassin's Creed, but like, a, Whoa. like Ahsoka. It's like super cool. Whoa. Um, this is actually a concept piece for someone. And um, so this is going to kind of go full circle to what we started at the beginning, where unfortunately, and this goes for a lot of different communities, mm-hmm. where someone, where people gravitate towards a certain type of content, whether it be Destiny or Halo. If, if they're with that person for that type of content, when you go away from it, like people don't really care as much yeah right so like ha- like halfway through like her feed you're going to see like a lot of destiny characters that she did but then it's going to be like you know other other types of profiles that are the same type of thing but they're just not destiny yeah and like you know she's you know thought many times of like well maybe i just make a new account and do non-destiny stuff or like stay with destiny or like right. these things um but i mean you know, i tell you right she, now i'm a follow both yeah i mean yeah right like I mean, I, this is when you started doing the character profiles too. So this is one really cool, unique thing I saw is that you, you guy or Mrs. Dizzy makes character profiles and turns people into guardians. Like they're, that is so cool, dude. Like really cool. That is, that's genius. Like who that's, I don't know what she came up with. This is probably the first post I've seen. It's non destiny right here. So so you're saying that this, so this is kind of moved away from the destiny content. You're thinking that less people are kind of more interested. Um, Which is a bummer, Which, dude. I mean, that, that's that's fair for the most part, but right. um, yeah, like so she she's actually been working on a graphic novel for a long time of like something that she's created of like her own um, like universe that's kind of like a manga type thing where she's done all of it the, her own artwork. But she's trying to figure out like if she creates a new page and goes from there or just stays with Destiny on this one or or, or whatnot. But um, that's yeah, tough. Uh, yeah and, and that's the thing like like social medias and and streaming and all this stuff is just you know it's so a channel fickle, yeah man you know? um and it's it's you can never tell so there's i have a i have a business background so there's a there's a what's the best way to put it you have a business back you you run numbers you understand this too mm-hmm. it's the market doesn't dictate or you don't dictate to the market what they like you have to exactly bring the value and then val- the market will dictate if it's valuable or not it is what it is. Um, the one thing we were talking about actually a couple weeks ago was that the Destiny 2 community is like this tight knit community group. And the only it's a plus side and downside. When you're in it, you're in the community. You're there. They will embrace yeah. you. They you will you will grow. It's great. But any sign outside of Destiny, they're like, well, fuck you. Like you know, like I don't I don't care. I just it don't bother me. You're not in the community. Have a good day. Peace out. Um so I feel like in this situation, I mean, how you guys have been making, hmm, let me backtrack. So because of that, you've grown a little bit in the Destiny 2 community. Obviously you've grown with a lot, I mean, a lot of your stuff, a lot of your streamers, I'm guessing, that you're building content for and overlays for are Destiny streamers. Um, have you tr- have you branched out much into other games yet? Or have you found other streamers that are interested in getting the same content? Has, has your... What's the best way? To, has your audience grown at all? Have you found, or do you think it stays pretty tight knit? For so it's been a, a little more tight knit um, because, like, like you said, it's kind of like once you're in a community, it's hard to go outside of that community, yeah. right? Um, so most of the people that we've done stuff for are either prominent Destiny streamers or content creators or or things like that. But I think 
going like that's it like graphics are literally for anyone on the internet right like right. whether you're a vlogger or a tiktoker or you know a streamer like everyone needs this type of thing but it's hard to go from strategic only destiny stuff to here's everything else you right. know so um i would say that like her audience has grown um some of it, i think as of late it's kind of gone like a 50 50 of like destiny people and non-destiny people mm -hmm. but for the most part i'd say like the community as a whole has been still primarily destiny right um so and and i think that more people have started to see things like that where like i i've had some friends that you know they did a lot of um like jrpg games and destiny or they've done a lot of like sea of thieves and destiny or halo and destiny and as they get more in the destiny community and they start streaming more destiny stuff and doing more like destiny like community things mm -hmm. of like content um they let go of everything else because destiny like embraces the people that are only destiny but the people that split it 50 50 it's like well sure why not yeah so it, okay it, it's, it's really just quite strange you know it is very strange i mean i think um i got a buddy of mine well he was just in here mr clutch i don't know if he's right here right here yeah. but you know he grew really big in destiny 2 and he's a fantastic pvp player um and you know but I think we've all felt it, especially if we stream Destiny 2 and we play Destiny 2, you get burnout, man. Destiny, oh, yeah. You'll fry. There's people that can fry on anything you can touch, but at the same time, it, it gets boring. Or sometimes you just have one or two games that snowball into a, a bad night, and yeah. it happens to everybody. Well, I think um, this is actually something that Zion brought up earlier, but right now I was streaming Halo and World of Warcraft. The problem was, and what I found just by doing it, was the fact that I couldn't make the WoW content enjoyable for people to watch. And it wasn't the because the WoW content is super niche. You have to play World of Warcraft to understand yeah. what's happening on the screen. The same thing with any MMO. So it's really based on, on it's kind of exclusive because it's, it's like... The people who wanted to watch you play first-person shooters aren't going to watch you play World of Warcraft because there's a million exactly. things on the screen, yep. and you know there's tons of crazy shit happening, but you don't understand what's happening because you don't have a background in it. Whereas in Destiny, it's you know shoot shoot alien alien guy die good awesome blue explosion sweet you know like it's simple it's simplistic to watch even if you don't know what's really happening just from a story perspective like you can just kind of yep. jump in and watch it. So I couldn't make World of Warcraft that that something that was enjoyable and that's another hard part and this is a great segue man it's like have you do you have a game that you really like playing that you know you just can't that you can't stream um, you, or if you run into that in the past like when you were before you dumped jumped into destiny 2 oh huh, that's that's actually a really good question um hmm i would for me personally, that would be uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Um, for me, I, I like th that's a game that I love to play. It is so relaxing, so calming. Like I think it was actually kind of the same, um, the same thing for me as Genshin Impact. Of hmm. like, it was a very aesthetically beautiful game. You didn't have to play super hardcore to get up to a level to play with. No, you don't have to like min max. Yeah, yeah, like like you can just get on and you can play for your own enjoyment. But then whenever you start streaming that, it's either people aren't interested in like watching a fun, lackadaisical, just chilling type thing, or people come in and backseat game the shit out of it. 
yes that's and that's not enjoyable for anyone you know like of hey you need to go do this grab this go here this is a quest now you have to do this to go do that and it's like this is this is not fun to play this is not fun to watch so i i would say that those types of games that i enjoy playing for my own relaxation and enjoyment i don't even consider playing them on stream because yeah. i need i still need I'm, something that i can do on my own you know i'm yeah. not going to stream cyberpunk for that reason yeah, not yeah, only A is it yeah. oversaturated, but B, I feel like it's a game I join more by myself than I would with having chat interactions to distract me from the game. Ex exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, man, it's definitely that there's that 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 kind of um there's that replayability on some games like World of Warcraft, but just like you said, actually specifically what you said, man, like I was I'm a paladin tank in World of Warcraft, going through mythic content and doing dungeons. This is a new expansion. I don't know what the fuck's happening half the time. So I hate when people like I'm already feeling the pressure of being a tank in that Watch game. That cutscene. What the fuck are you doing? Dude, it's uh, you know, why do you pull this mob? Oh, you should have ran here faster. Oh, you didn't use his ability fast enough. It's like, stop it. Like I'm fucking tanking here. Like I've got enough stuff I'm dealing with. I don't need, you know, I'm here just to show you what I'm doing. Um dude, it's I I've we are now 14 episodes in and two years of streaming under my belt. And I still don't have the answer to this, but, or maybe, maybe the, 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 the understanding, but it's hard for me to still find a good balance of a game. I really enjoy playing. I can play nonstop, but is also fun to stream because those two things are not mutually exclusive half the time. And that's the hardest oh, part of being a streamer, I think. Well, and I think that, for people, so in, in, I, in, in my head, I kind of separate, like, there's two different types of streamers, right? Mm -hmm. For for those, the people that stream games, of you're either going to be the person who is MLG Pro 360 no scope, really good at content and activity, and like, no you can scope. go, yeah, right? Yeah. What? Oh, wait, what did I say? Did I say 360 no scope? You said, yeah, you said 360. I'm just, I'm referencing myself because yeah. oh. <laughs> my my very first stream when I started for like my first month, I only streamed Apex exclusively. And my very first stream, like 20 minutes into my first stream, I hit a 180 no scope Kraber shot hip fire. And he got, and just, dude, this motherfucker, his very, a montage. Yeah, this guy got put to a montage, his very first stream ever. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I like, Amazing. I know. I was like, and I clipped that. I was like, yes, I got That's it. That's awesome. I was here. I was here. Yeah. But continue. Sorry, does it? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, but like, like in, in my head, you're, you're, you're either one of the, those people that are really good at playing a game and you are the pinnacle of what people would want to be if they're going to be good at a game or you do the flip side and the game comes second right right of like no matter what you're playing whether it be a game that you really enjoy or not you're there for the community and the people that you're talking to and the game is just something to have on in the background yeah you know like and and, and i think there's a lot of people that take one of those two routes most people take the the first of like really being good at a game to get game content to do all these things but what I've done is like I play whatever the hell I want to play, you mm. know. Like, and and you kind of have to make that. For me, I had to make a decision of: do I want to only be the type of person that plays to to try and get the the stereotypical bullshit stuff of like I want views, I want this, I want like yeah. people to come in. Like, I, that's not what I want. Like, I could, I'm just as comfortable streaming for three people as I am 45 because I'm there for the people. Yeah. Right? Like, I would rather there be. 10 chat messages a minute 
than 45 people watching and no one saying a thing yeah i agree with yeah. that and like I agree with that 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 that's just how i i prefer it because the people are the interesting part of twitch like you could have 45 to 150 people watching but you're never going to make those connections that you made of like hey i know this person on an individual level and now they've turned around and gotten me a job interview yeah that doesn't happen if you don't have those community moments right mm-hmm. so like there's been a, a number of like times I've seen people that are like, hey, I'm my viewer count is going up as I continue to play this game. So I'm going to keep playing this game. Yeah. And then they don't enjoy it three months later. Yes. You know, of like it's not it's not good for growth. It's not good for trying to to, you know, quote unquote make a career out of this type of thing. But like you know, Twitch is whatever you make it. You yeah. Know? And what happens when that game gets stale or it gets old? Exactly. What happens then? You know, does it commu- yeah. yeah, you choose, you build up, let's say, let's just do a thought experiment. Let's say, Dizzy, you're going to stay Destiny 2 from now on, man. That's what your thing is. Maybe you'll get a thousand viewers in two years. Great. Well, what's Destiny 2 going to look like in two years? What is it? What What is the community going to look like in two years? Is the game going to be relevant? Are you still going to be, maybe you will get a thousand viewers. What happens when, what, what if Bungie's like, fuck it, I'm shutting the, the servers down. So two years from now, you spent two years instead of playing games you like, and switching it up now you're stuck in a single game that game is now dying and if no matter where you go you can switch games but what if you want to switch from destiny 2 to breath of the wild or the new zeldas that's coming out all of a sudden that was two two. yeah but now all of a sudden all that stuff that you built up is just like poof because you dedicated to that one thing i think you i mean I think the people who do best on Twitch are people like you because you focus on community. You create good content outside of whatever the game happens to be. That's Mm -hmm. that. I think you've you're do something I want to do eventually. And that's that's focus. Focus on that to the point where no matter what you like, it's like background noise. Everything what you're doing on screen is background noise. They're there for you and what your your community is. How did you how did you start? cultivating that what are some tips you can give like myself a uh, i mean uh listeners <clears throat> listening at home you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right? <laughs> those people you um, know those guys listening well number one that's incredibly kind of you and thank you uh, don't, that, not that being, i'm not coming from friends i'm um, doing this for personal reasons because uh, you're a fucking maestro <laughs> so don't <laughs> no but I, um, yeah man oddly enough um i and, and i and i mean this in like the best way possible everything that i've done I have stolen from Perkinji. <laughs> hey, that's not um, a bad thing. And, 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 yeah. and, I, and I mean that in the best way possible. Like Perk is one of the most genuine guys I've ever met. And he's, I'm, I'm proud to say that he's like one of my best in real life friends. Now um, we, we actually have a YouTube channel together. We're doing a lot of stuff, trying to do collaborative, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, he was the first person that I watched on Twitch that to in my head, I was like, this guy should have a thousand viewers Yeah, because of the stuff that he does, whether it be with plugins or individual things or like, you know viewer engagement or reward systems like all of these different things that like like wow i don't see this anywhere else but then i started to learn that that's not what he's going for right like hmm. that you can have all of these wonderful things that create a, a wonderful community but sometimes twitch the like sometimes people don't have a goal of wanting to be a giant streamer because then that negates what you're trying to do and his his view which i've completely adapted is 
you're there for the people and your community and whatever happens on the screen is supplementary to the conversation you have with those people mm. you know like i see this all the time where like people are streaming for 12 people and you know every single person in chat by by first name you're friends with them and you still refer to them as chat yeah you know yeah. like like it's like oh what's up what's going on chat but like realistically these are all people that are in your fire team at the moment right right make it make it personal um and after a lot of conversations with him i i realized that like i'm better at talking and i'm better at at having a conversation than i will ever be at playing a video game hmm. right like i like even if i played for 15 hours a day i did aim trainers i took like, i do workshops like if i did all of that I will still never be as good shooting someone in a video game as I will be talking to them. True. You know, and like for me, yeah, I'm that, in that boat. That's, you know, like, like I'm okay at games. Like there are times where I can get some good clips every once in a while, but for me, it was a conscious decision of like, I want the, I wanted to make Twitch my own talk show. That's what it's all about. Mm. Like if, if you're just ever playing video games, don't turn on a camera, you know? Yeah. Like if you, Turn on a camera to like have a conversation with someone, get to know them and to like Twitch is such a weird place because I think most of my my actual real friends are people that I've like met on Twitch. And like I know them personally because of just, you know, messages going back and forth where I get to talk verbally back to them. Yeah, man. You know? Like and and it's it's hard to do that because sometimes that means that you're having a really in-depth conversation with five people rather than streaming for 40 right you know? and like so, sometimes it, it just works like that and um for me that the, the conversations and the, the people that i've met are what keep me coming back to twitch yeah you know um and and to turn it into a, a different conversation of like i think that everyone at some point has been like hey maybe I can make money at this one day. Mm -hmm. Being a partner is no indication of monetary success, right? Like yep. you can have 150 people there, but like no one's subbing, no one's donating, no one's doing anything. They're just there to watch a video game. Yeah. Where if you know 20 people individually, more than likely they're, they're going to support you. Yeah. You know, like, no, that's true. And, and that, and, and like that, that's putting, putting it down to numbers, but like realistically, if you want to make it, become best friends with 30 people and don't care about anyone else because yeah. someone's going to come in one day and be like, Oh my God, this is an amazing community. They all know each other. They're all laughing. They're all joking. And that's when people are like, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. That's, that's true. where growth happens. You know, like it, it's just a totally different way of thinking about how most people do Twitch. Yeah. And that's kind of what I learned from perk and how he implemented a lot of things. And he's the only person on Twitch that no regardless of whatever anyone else is doing, I will be watching that guy. Yeah. You know, like, and that's, that's kind of what you need. No, I, I, you, you hit on, there's a lot of points in there that I really liked and what you're describing. I, I don't know perk that well. I've been to his, his yeah. stream a couple of times, but the person that sounds almost exactly like that to me, who's a huge streamer is Asmongold and he's a world of Warcraft yeah, streamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Asmongold is this goofy guy who's like 
for the longest time, like doesn't give a shit about production value or anything. He just, his thing is he loves world of Warcraft and he built a community that also loves world of Warcraft and they'll do the weirdest things. They'll do like, you know, mount offs where they basically like, he'll put a mount up. You better show the mount and then you bring another mount and then he has to match it. <laughs> and like, it's like the stupidest things like, but that's all he focuses on. It's community, hundred yep. percent. Nothing else. Like everything else is bullshit. He could be getting a raid. He can. This guy's also happens to just be amazing at World of Warcraft. So he has the best of both worlds there. Uh, but the people who have the best communities to me are the ones like yours or Pakinji or Asmin Gold, um, or even my buddy Yin Vote too. He's an amazing. He's, mm-hmm. He doesn't stream that much, but when he does stream, he streams community nights, and they're always popular because. Yeah, he focuses on community and I feel like that's I think one thing to take away one thing to add to your your statement was I think every streamer including myself need to consistently look in the mirror and say what am I doing right what am I doing wrong how do I yeah. fix it I think that's what I do with this podcast too is like I look at from from day one I listen to every single podcast I notice things I say right some things I say wrong production value i'm constantly trying to improve it and i think the second you stop trying to improve your stream trying to improve your content is the second your stream starts to die and we've had sessions where he'll call me up in a discord call like two hours after the podcast and he'll be like yo we did good today you did a lot better or like holy shit we suck yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i think i think it's important as um as a content creator too but Here's all right. Here's a really weird question. I, I definitely want to pick your brain, not only as a podcast host, but as a content creator and a gamer. Um, what this is going to be a hard one because it's 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 kind of like a look again, look in the mirror for me. So it's 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 I'm stating it because it's something I'm dealing with as well. But it's also I feel like a lot of listeners will will it'll resonate with them. Um, when do you pull the plug on something? Because, and let me, let me extrapolate. There is, there are times when you know you're going down a path, you're trying something and you're trying to make it work. When do you just say, this is it? I'm not, I, I'm either all the way in or I'm giving up on this thing. So let me give you a great example, right? I had that when I first started streaming, I think I, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get viewers. I'm going to get money. This is going to be the, th- I, this is the thing I want to do. I want to do this. This is what I want to do. I love it. And I still love streaming. But back then, my mindset was like, I'm going to focus on these things. But it came off as fake. You know what I mean? It came off as like, at the time, I came off as like, I, that's what I wanted, right? These viewers, these things like that, blah, 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 blah. Um, I had to end up giving up on it, man. And I really, I think it took, it hit me pretty hard as a streamer because I was like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I didn't know what I didn't know at the time. I was ignorant. You know, I didn't know what I was doing wrong. I didn't even know how to look in the mirror because I didn't know what I was doing right or wrong at the time. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're trying to let's let's put it in a case example for you then, Dizzy. Yeah. Let's say you're trying to add. Let's say you're switching a game. Let's say you're switching. Let's say you're adding a new podcast. Let's say you're just starting a brand new piece of content. When do you start putting energy into that, and when do you personally pull the plug on something? What are your What are your metrics for that? Hmm. That's that's actually that's a really hard question because there's a lot of different like ways to think about that. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Um, so uh, for me, uh, I, I think I think about things in two different ways. 
Right. So the first way is a monetary way, which mm-hmm. sometimes is not the best way to think. Cost effectiveness. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like hey, I that's accounting, that, you man. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. Like like you know, I spent you know 15 years of my life doing uh, accounting and, and business practices and like processes and like all this stuff where it's like it's hard to get that out of your head, right? Yeah. Where like if something's going on and all of a sudden it's like ah this is not cost effective like sometimes you just you pull the plug then right like right. if i spend way more money on my stream than it will ever benefit me it's just like nah pull yeah it, don't pull it. it um like like a, a really simple thing for that is like a go xlr right like right do i need to go buy a 1200 dollars audio mic that i really won't need because everything i have is free right now and it does the job it's like yeah i don't like sometimes yeah. stuff like that it's just a simple but for me um Besides thinking about that is the fun factor. And I know mm. that a lot of people don't think that way, but like, um, yes, there, there, there were a, a, a number of times in this year where I started taking stream seriously, where it's like at the end, my payout was like, holy shit, I might be able to do this for a living. Right. Like, like, holy cow, like maybe I should really like put a lot of time and effort into this. Um, but if you turn something that originally is like almost idealistic in your head of like, this is a job where I get to play video games and talk to people like, right. God, this is, it's only a matter of time. If you go down a line of like only going after metrics, only going after subs, only yeah. it's going you to turn into a regular in nine to five, right? Like, yeah, that's just how it's going to work. So for me, anything I do content wise, it has to have that. Is this a fun factor? Like, doing destiny i still play because i don't take destiny seriously and i know it's like not a really like you know that's not a popular sentiment at all in the community like like, like (laughs) i i play destiny because it's space magic the gunplay feels fun and it's it's entertaining right that's one thing like destiny's gunplay to me is still arguably like when you have if you're playing on mnk if you get the feel of it down, oh my god, you feel invincible. Yeah, you feel great. They yeah, did a great job on that. At the same time, if you like, if you're flip flopping between like M and K and controller, it you might not have the same vibe. Right. Exactly. So you so you really focus on that fun factor. That's is that so you find. I mean, that makes sense on why the games you choose. You know, like Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong yeah. is a fun game. Yeah. This is a fun game. Exactly. Yeah. So do you feel like, you know, you're starting a YouTube channel. So let's, let's talk about your YouTube channel a little bit here. Um, so my, this is, uh, this is for me. So my problem is, you know, I suck at creating video content, but I also, it's like that time allotment, right? Like I want to make videos because I, I have a creative side, but my creative side is weird. It's not the norm, but I like doing it. So it's like, I can't put too much energy into it because that's energy I could be putting somewhere else, especially, you know, I'm studying right now. I'm doing a lot of other things mm-hmm. like we all do. We all have life. We all have other things. So it's like, do you do you go for it or do you how do you compartmentalize that? So like, you know, for a new listener, so somebody who's listening right now who like wants to start a podcast or wants to start a Twitch stream, you know, they need a PC, some a video camera, like the basics are there. But there's yeah. this there's this this content drive can either drive you crazy it can drive you mad because you're like oh, yeah. okay like you said you're focused on numbers and you're focused on channels and oh my god this last stream only got 10 views i usually average 15 what the fuck was i doing wrong like you can mm-hmm. overthink your stream so much 
but at the same time you lose that fun factor so what is your balancing act for you like so there's got to be a balance right right so if it, it, are you just 100 percent focused on fun like where does that production value come in and how do you because you're you're creating overlays you're helping your wife with graphics you're streaming you're also running a podcast you've got so many things how are you juggling all this man poorly <laughs> i don't think so i know no. if you are it doesn't come off that way all right <laughs> oh man um no so actually th this is a conversation that me and and rachel have on a very consistent basis um also can you hear them they're starting up a i hear a I little bit hear it's a yeah. tiny little bit a in the background bit. a little bit okay all right so um <laughs> i that's a that's a number one. That's a really shitty question, right? Like, yeah. I, I I don't know that because there there are days and weeks where I get to the end of a stream week and in my head I'm like I had so much fun, but I made dick money. Yeah. Right? And like the real talk out there or like something was um like something felt weird and like my 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 encoder settings looked really bad and like like I had a lot of fun but like the driving factor behind doing it like trying to make a career or like something like that out of it is just not there and it's like yeah. what the fuck Rachel what was I doing wrong what am I like sometimes you just gotta roll with it and be like that was a bad week just keep going yeah man like, you know like it, that sucks that conversation is for someone who is not already a career content creator is like the most demoralizing thing ever right yeah of like I thought I like I thought I had the best content I've ever created, but no one liked it. Yeah, you know? like that. Yeah, we're talking real talk I, right now, dude. You're like, hitting. I still don't know how to deal with it. Like I, I really don't because there are times where like I'll be at the end of a week and like, um, like I did like four new implementations of channel points that like you can click on it and it literally changes all of my scenes to something else, and like. <laughs> Like you can do that like automatically with some of the stuff in my stream and no one that's clicked cool. on it. Oh, you know, like, dude, that's so and it's tough. Just, like, I, did, I did all of this stuff that like I put like- Did you have it to a high channel point amount? No, no. Hmm. Like like there were times where like like some things really work really well. So like I you can click a button in my stream and like my, uh, everything zooms in and like anime, like running stuff. Like, yeah. Comes out and it's like, ah, it's like a power up or something. And then there's one where like I do like a sea of twerking across the stream. It's yep. like, really weird, yep. stupid. But like I, I implemented a few other things a couple of weeks back that I, I put a lot of time into, like, like 10, 12 hours of like putting like new overlays and new ways to implement it and like then putting it in my software to like actually make it work. And it just didn't do anything. Yeah. And like no one, no one clicked on it. It's like, well, that was a lot of time that I did not need to spend. Right. And then there are some weeks where like I've done nothing new. All I did was click the live button and they were my best streaming weeks I've ever had. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck, what do I do now? Um, so I don't have the answer to that question. All I have to say is the only thing that I've found consistent is if I focus on the people, which I've said a lot this mm -hmm. time. And like, if there are four people that really find something really entertaining and they really like it, more than likely they're not the only four. They just happen to be the only four that are there at the right. Most that makes local, sense. You know. Yeah. And sometimes you don't do anything wrong. Sometimes you've done like absolutely everything in your power to do it, and it was just the wrong day. 
Right. You know? That's the weird part too. It's like that's that's the shitty part. Yeah. Like, some some of this is quite literally you're doing everything right. It's just the exposure piece. Right. And I think that there are so many like like alpha gaming um or like like Harris Heller, yeah. Sam Woodall, like that th- like those people that they build their entire brand off of telling people how to get exposure or how to do this and how to stream and at that the end, only works for one out of 15 people, you know, not like, even. Yeah. The amount of yeah. people who make it live on Twitch is 98% don't 2% make yeah. enough 2% make almost all of the money. 2% yeah. of Twitch. That is a very hard thing to get into. And that's just yeah. Twitch. I mean, that's just content creation in general. You're talking yeah. a small percentage of content creators are actually making money doing this. And it's hard. Yeah. And the worst part too, is like, Especially if you have good content, I think the only thing. Okay, this is the marine in me, so this is why I. This is one thing that served me pretty well. Um, a little bit of piece of advice that hopefully I can impart on any of the listeners now. Um, consistency is king. It is the lord of all. Uh, anything that you want to do in life, consistency will always do it. So. This is something I learned in the Marine Corps, but I also learned from just playing instruments for this long time. You're going to suck for a very long time until it actually get decent. And then you are going to be decent for a very long time until you're actually good. And then you're going to be good for a very extra long time until you're great. There's no way around it. It's mostly just, it's called a time and service. And the Marine Corps is called time and service. It's just something you're going to get stuck doing, unfortunately. Um, There's nothing, you can't get around it. The trick is, you can also get really shitty at something because you think you're doing it right and you're consistently doing it wrong. Consistency yeah. goes both ways. And that is the hardest part about Twitch because no one's going to come into your stream and be like, hey, man, you suck. They're gonna, they're just not going to show that. So you don't get that feedback. Whereas like in work, like if you're playing a guitar and I hit a wrong chord, I hear that it's wrong and I can correct yeah. it on Twitch. The only metric that tells you if you're doing right or doing wrong is viewership and retention. And if though, yeah. so you can have, you can have a rate of 50 people and your viewers look great, but no one's freaking talking. So does that really count? Exactly. Does yeah, that so, really count? You know, it's yeah, like, so actually, oh man. All right. So hold on. Let's open this fucking camera. Yeah, I know. That's on, yeah, um, let's do yeah, it. So uh, that's one of the things where Twitch doesn't give you good analytics. No, right? It it doesn't because th- there are there are days where I've I was like, wow, I got to the end of the stream and I was like, that was so intense. Like there were so many people chatting. There was like a lot of gifted subs. There was a lot of things going on. I was playing the game. I was having fun. And at the end, it spit out like you averaged twelve viewers. And it's like, wait, ho- hold on, wait a second. And yeah. then there were days where I've been like, you've averaged 38 people. And I was like, that was like the most underwhelming thing I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. And and Twitch is like, you did great. And like, we're well, realistically, you didn't. No. Even on, even on Twitch's standards, they only care about making money. That's all Twitch cares about. They don't care about your viewers. They don't care about They're like you did DMCA great strike. for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. You made money. That's all we care about. Like, that's it because they're they're a corporate being. But like one of the main things that I have found and, and oddly enough, um, Perkinji and I, he, he's done the development part. And I'm just kind of helping him out. Mm-hmm. He's developing his own uh, Twitch chatbot. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like it's like a nightbot that will have its own like um, client side server that you can run everything through. But it will give you analytics like 
how many messages per minute did you have that stream? Mm. How many new people came in? How many people engaged? And how many people came back from another stream? You're getting a bounce rate? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So like, like those are the types of things that people need to focus on. Yes. Like for me, um, he, he's an incredibly smart person. This is basically just a, a, a podcast where I simp for Prakinji. So sorry. But, <laughs> the, um, the simp but podcast. Like, <laughs> for me, we, we sat down and we were like, what, what's a good metric that we, we should focus on to kind of give us a better idea. And we landed on messages a minute. Hmm. How, how many people spent enough time chatting for how much they wanted to, to spend a part in your stream? Yeah. Right. Like, like viewers, sure, that's some, but like if you got rated, maybe half those people are just kind of lurking. Right. Maybe half those people just are, are residual products of something else happening where messages a minute, you have to be active. You have to yeah. like be interacting with the streamer. You have to like physically be there, whether it be like on mobile or, or a desktop app where like sometimes viewership is the last thing you need to focus on to, to like, see if your stream went well huh. you know like and it's a different way to think about it because that's not what twitch gives you at the end of it but like play around the stats like like twitch has so like they did a way better job on analytics like export it to excel put a put it in a freaking pivot table and be like what days do better because of what things right that's you know? see that's something like, that's interesting because i haven't yeah. i've never actually exported my stuff i've just looked at my analytics and kind of seeing the trend and kind of yeah. like pulling like all right how did i do last year versus where i'm at this year you know so, so i have two years of data now so i can kind of see and luckily it's been an upward trend but the problem is like you said, it's engagement. Like, for example, yeah. a buddy of mine. Uh, so this is also um, in chat. Actually, Lilo and Ace. Um, I was over at their house. Those are the people I was over at their house. Yeah. They just hit 300 followers, but they're in their chat is always going popping off because they've built yep. that community. Whereas I'll go to somebody like, all right, um, don't don't hate on me. But DN 3P, you know, that guy, the guy, the giveaway guy or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. OK, you go to his chat is dead. There's like yeah. no one talking because everybody's there for a giveaway. And that's like, ooh, that really hit. Like, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, ooh, that hit. That hurt, man. Because it's yeah, like, right? you know what they're there for. And it's like, obviously, he's a partner. But is he making money, though? Because everybody's there just to watch him, yeah. but not actually interact. Yeah. Or like, it's, and I'll, I'll be honest, and this is, is he successful? He might be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Ugh, it's It's muddy. It's so muddy. Yeah, because another hot take, and I've said this on, on other podcasts before as well, being a Twitch partner means dick. Yeah. It, it really doesn't, because basically what that means is that you hit the right amount of metric that Twitch cares about. Right. Are those the right metrics that you need to care about? Yeah. No, what kind of what kind of stream do you want to run? You know? Absolutely. Like, I, there are times where I go into partnered streams, and I, like, I lurk in so many streams, because the best thing to do to, like, figure out what kind of content you want is to figure out what content you don't like. Yep. Right. So hundred like, percent, you, you, you like I go into probably 50 different streams a day and just lurk and hang out and just see like if I have time to do it, I'll I'll, I'll chat. But like I just lurk like I like watching people. I like seeing what they do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're in a you're in a partner channel where they've got 300 people watching and you get one message every two minutes. Oh, uh, like uh. It, like if they, if my stream ever turns into that i'll stop streaming because i hate that yeah you know like like what kind of metrics do you want to focus on yeah that's, that's the difference of like in order to like figure out where you want to go 
I don't care about how many subs I get a day or how many viewers I have. I care about the quality of the conversation that I have with someone in chat right now, Aluros, like one of the best people I've met on Twitch. And if I can talk to them every stream, I'm happy. Right. You know, like sometimes Twitch doesn't give you this type of metrics you need to focus on. Right. And that's why, that's why streaming and content creation is so hard is that sometimes what you think you're going to get out of it will never be what you actually get. I know. And that's the hard part too. So depending on your content too. So here's now I'm going to throw a fucking wrench in the whole, this whole conversation. Yeah. It's, it depends on the game or content you're making that depends on the amount of people that are going to talk in your chat. Yeah. That's even the harder part, dude. So, Uh and like for the podcast we've got, so if you guys are listening on Spotify, so you could be listening or you could be on YouTube. So you're not even seeing chat, but we're live right now on Twitch. So my focus for the podcast for this piece of content is to focus on you and Zion, like the conversation we're having right now. So chat, unfortunately, while I'm looking at it, I'm not going to be like, we're not going to engage that much because of that. But if I'm playing Halo, now I'm in a shooting range and I'm focusing more on not dying sometimes than actually being a rechat. But then let's flip it back. I was over at Lilo and Ace's place. We just have mostly downtime, just bullshitting and we're not, we're we're playing some games here and there, but they're quick matches and then we're back to chat. So it's like, depending on the game you play, do you, okay. Whoa. I just thought, okay, but it blow everybody's fucking mind right now. Do you (laughs) think if Twitch, put a new channel category where you could see chat per minute in the top games that have chat per minute. How crazy would that be? Could you like imagine that instead of the top games being the most views is the top games with most chat per minute. What would that Um, even look like? Like a category, like it would be obviously just chatting would be number one still. Right. Yeah. Obviously I, I would say, well, and Zion, feel free and cut me off if you got any anything to say for these. But like, I would even say, oh boy, because here's where this gets kind of, for lack of better terms, fucky wucky. Yeah. Where like it, I'm stealing you want that. Your message, yeah, fucky wucky is like the best thing ever, right? Yeah, um, I'm stealing that. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, okay. Where like you get to a certain point where it's like if you have like like ten or fifteen messages a minute, what's too much? I know. Like, yeah. Like, how how oh. many messages too much are like, I can't handle this. Like I can only pick and choose some of those. And then that's why you go to some like glad he's a big destiny Two mm-hmm. streamer. You go into his, he can read one out of like 50 messages because it's just fucking rolling. So rolling. I, I would argue that the directory would look about the same. Mm hmm as it does currently if they did messages a minute because the true people that are like up there with thousands upon thousands of views and like those are still going to have communities that are engaging because people will talk to each other in chat even if the the streamer isn't Mm. isn't talking to them right because that that's like a community hub right like dr disrespect or like dr lupo like they're they're gonna have people chatting all the time all day every day because they can talk to mods they can talk to them they can talk to each other right right that's kind of what like that's what a Twitch chat evolves into is like a, a community hub rather than a, a, an avenue to talk to the streamer because there's that point of no return where you get to a place where you're like, oh, I've got 600 viewers. I can't possibly keep up with chat and then right. you have to go back to almost streaming like pre-affiliate days where you're just talking to yourself. Right. You and know, that's like, cause there's, no, 
that's that's why Twitch is the weirdest place on earth because it gets to a point where then you only get to focus on Twitch analytics. And it's like, wow. That's I dude, it's you know? and, and when you're growing, no one tells you any of this. You have to learn all of this by your fucking self. And you have to figure out what works for you as an individual content creator. You could listen to Harris Heller and he'll give you some great insights yeah. and some directions, but how you implement and then enact it is completely on you. A hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And there's nowhere else. I mean, it's truest. It's, I hate to say this, it's the truest form of content creation because like, even if you're making music, right, there's a formula. Songs are made in a formula. They're made in a, they're not made in a vacuum. Like yeah. you, you have to have timing. You have to have chord structure. You have to play in this, the circle of fifths. You have to understand these chords and then you add, you can make, you can turn that puzzle into a million different ways, but there's still the same puzzle pieces for everybody. With Twitch creation, there's only three things everybody shares. A game or content, a video camera, and a microphone. Everything else is on you, 100%. Yep. And there's no right or wrong. And that's the, what was wrong, but you gotta figure that shit out by yourself. Because sometimes things that are wrong might be right, and things that are right might be wrong. It's motherfucking Alice in Wonderland in here, brother. <laughs> it's crazy, like, it's crazy. And, and, and to anybody who's new that's streaming, like, how are you supposed to know all this stuff? Like, you just do it. That's where the consistency comes in. You know, it's just like, turn it on, figure out what worked, what didn't work, watch your content. You know, both people just turn it on, but like, oh, that was, that was good. All right, on to tomorrow. You know, rewatch what you've done. See, like, you were going to find some cringy moments where you're like, ooh, I shouldn't have said that, or ooh, why'd I do that? Or, you know, it's kind of like bombing on stage. Like you're like, "Ooh, I'll never fucking do that again." And then you do it yeah, again, yeah, yeah. but you know, until then you try and make you correct yourself a bit, man. So so Zion, man, do you still want to be a streamer after all this? After this whole conversation? Have we have we instilled some some feelings of like of it's, well-being? It's, it's a daunting task to get into, but it, oh, yeah. if you can if you can not so much spend the time but a lot the time to like get yourself in there and just do it it's hard but at the same time you don't have to do it alone either like you have to learn all of this stuff yourself but you also have you can have a community that helps you learn you can have friends you can have just mentors everywhere yeah that's true too i think I would say, like, for example, when I first started streaming, I was leaning a lot on, like, uh, Mr. Clutch. And then when I bumped into you, I was looking a lot at your content. And, like, not only seeing people, things that I didn't like in others, but then seeing things I did like in some that I that that resonated with me. Like, I feel very akin to a lot of the content you make because me and you have, I feel like we have very similar ways of doing it. Um, yours is a whole nother level of production above mine but you know we we share the same love you know when it comes down to it yeah. and then with zion like zion's may, helped make this huge community is always active in chat and i was like the pushing him i'm like get the fuck you need to do this live dude because you you know from just the way we're I, hanging out in these conversations so you know it's it's interesting because i've helped holy shit so Arcflow, dank devito doc community Flashing Arrow. Uh, I don't even know who that is. My, yeah, he's he's a Battlefront 2 and okay. PS4 streamer. Um, I've helped eight people so far get affiliate. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard to do to get affiliate on its own. Mm -hmm. But it it's 
it's just it's to me it's cool to help other people get like their ducks in order of hey try to be live at this peak time so you're not vying against everybody else and their uncle who's streaming the same game mm. try to find your niche and just rock with it right but then it's uh, well, again it goes back into oh and oh, we're gonna do a shameless plug for dizzy and if you guys are a new streamer and you need overlays uh we've got the one and only mr dizzy delo and the the mm. team of mrs dizzy delo all putting stuff together and they will make a package for you that will look not only professional but also awesome awesome i need to get one by the way because i am done with nerd or die is not sponsoring me so nerd or die you better pay me some money or i'm jumping ship and get my own shit <laughs> but um that's the hard part man it's just it's just trying to put all this stuff together but at the same time like you said at the end of the day it's focusing on chat and it's having fun man it's yeah I, if you're not having fun no matter what game it is or what content you're making you're gonna burn out you're just gonna burn out like I had a couple months where I burned out, man. I know the feeling. It sucks. It's not fun. Um, But what I'm going to try and do is try and get better at making, like personally for me is to get better at making like YouTube content. That's my main focus right now is really focusing on trying to get that underway and just trudging through it. What's one thing that you think that you still need to work on, right? Like at least you're focused on right now. Yeah, um, for me, it's it's branching out on social medias mm-hmm. because for for me, it, like I've always wanted to make Twitch my like my primary source of like content where like I can do whatever I need to live and it's fun and it's and it's engaging. But like I've neglected like Twitter and mm. Discord. Like I hate Discord. I'm trying me my best too. to like, work oh. on a Discord community and like like it's so weird. Um, but uh, Discord doing things on social media that like because that's what a lot of people do on socials and i i'm trying to figure out how not to do it where it's like your socials turn into just like promotion highlights promotion like it's it's a promotional Mm -hmm. thing it's like you're trying to corral people into like hey i I stream on twitch like this is where i'd like if you want to see this stuff it's this is the primary place you should see it right but like people don't like that I don't Mm-mm. like that. I don't if like all that. I do, if I go to if I go to an Instagram page and it's like all it is is just Twitch clips. Like if I wanted to watch your Twitch, I'll go to your Twitch. But like that's what people are wanting to do. And it's like this weird, like ever-ending cycle of like, well, what do I do now? Do I make my own content? Do I do this? So for me, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to like make Twitter my this is the everyday look into Dizzy and not really try to mention a lot of Twitch stuff. Like I'll do like a go live tweet every once in a while, but like make it something completely different than what my Instagram is. And then my Instagram is totally different from what my Twitch streams look like. And like, I don't know how to do that just yet, but like, that's what I'm trying to work on. Yeah. You're trying to have like multi facets. Yeah. Cause like people like seeing, like if someone's really good at like people like seeing two, two types of people, some person, like I've mentioned before, who's really good at this one thing. And they're the only person that can do this or someone that can wear 15 different hats and it is entertaining no matter what platform you go to. Yeah. That's the entrepreneur, man. That's, I mean, that's what I, if you're, I I ran two businesses. If you run business, you just, you got to wear all the hats. You got to be the the social media marketer, the guy running the bills, doing the paychecks, dealing with the training, all of it. You get the whole thing. So same thing with content creation. You got to have a YouTube, be active on Twitter, create interesting content for Instagram, and then you got to funnel them all to the one thing you want to funnel that to, whether that's your website or your, your, for your, in your case, your Twitch, right? Yeah. That's the hard part. 
Zion is a master at freaking Discord. I'm trying to learn Discord. That's one thing I'm adding to my list. Cause... I, so the reason why is I sank like a solid month and a half period. And then every once in a while, I just touch up like every two weeks or so. I'll brush up on stuff. Mm-hmm. But like Nightbot interactions, setting uh, yeah. interactable roles. So that way people, mm. hey, welcome to the server. Click this role if you want Destiny or Apex or you want Among Us ads or and that's another thing I like about Discord is you can have niche communities. Say you have, so I'm a part of uh, the Game Nights community. I'm a part of my old Destiny 2 clan, actually two Destiny 2 clans, Thievery and Funfortunate. And uh, there's a couple of other spots that uh, I just kind of interact with here and there. Mm-hmm. But Discord's so crazy to me because I started gaming and I never really did Xbox or PS PlayStation online until... Uh, I turned like 19, 20, so about two and a half, three years ago. And um, it was, I got into, we started, my first experience PC gaming was Warframe and we played on Skype. Like Mm. there was eight of us in a Skype call or six of us, however many there was at that time. And we would just be in Skype talking over and see our little bleak, bleak, bleak. Yeah. And then we discovered discord and we we're like oh let's try it out and then i just i fell in love so i just tried to learn as much as i could about discord making roles making emotes and then they did nitro and that was a whole new thing and it's just it's cool to be able to talk to i can hop in a call and set up an among us game with people from all over the planet yeah different like i have friends in the uk i have friends in india i have people that i play i can host a among us match and have just eight completely different random people that i've met online and i've never seen their faces i know and the weird part too is that people you meet on stream can either follow you into your discord or you can just find people you meet on discord and then those people become your friends like i met you through destiny 2 and then we just met in discord and then we just kind of kept just kept hanging out in discord you know what i mean it's weird randomly so i met future and k-state through uh I don't exactly remember how I met them, but I know we met you through running EP runs on Mars. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Randomly. Just, yeah. And oh, here I'm going for the. I think I was going for the shotgun because it was the last thing I needed for Wayf. Well, it was the second to last thing I needed for Wayfarer. Yeah, I saw that uh, Vaughn Champion was streamer, and so I just went over to his stream because he was streaming EP at the time, and I was like, and then you Yo, gave him a hard up? time because he was vaping. Yep, that's exactly it. That's exactly what happened. Oh, uh, Vaughn Champions in chat saying it's not how it went down. Well, well, that's it's close enough. <laughs> but we've been friends now forever. We had them on the podcast. And that's kind of the cool part, man. Um, all right, guys. Hey, man. It's been two hours. Like I just looked at the yeah. time. It just like yeah, fly it's every time, time, man. We well, met. It's okay, always so one of those things where like we you get met one topic, and then, and then I think you, you ran into the stream. Uh, so what? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, there's two cross streams. What was happening? Great, dizzy first. Dizzy first. No, no, no. You go. Okay, now you go. Where Vaughn yeah. corrected. So I met him and K State through EP, and then we met you guys through, uh, or we met Lev through like the streaming side of things. Yeah, he I think we should... his stream randomly, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, because I remember seeing him live first, and then we kind of jumped in together from there. All right, now Dizzy. Oh no! I, I, yeah, no, I, I don't it. even know what I was gonna say. It's fine. I, <laughs> no, I was just gonna say for for like podcasting, like it's super easy to like get on one topic and then just yeah. Beat couple the shit episodes out of back, we tried working on that where we tried not 
the thing with discord and doing podcasts through discord is you can interrupt each other so damn easy i know oh, yeah. like if we were in a room we would have like the physical cues of you talk no you talk but discord is just like that yeah it's it's tough man i re- that's my ultimate goal for the podcast is i want to be the joe rogan of gaming that's what i would love to be i would love to have like my own studio we we fly zion out he gets a place nearby we have a studio we just fly people out to come chill we can game do the podcast and, and chill afterwards that would be awesome like like a community a podcast hub the less than average hub would be awesome so uh you know what we need to happen is nerd or die needs to get start giving me some money come on hook it up <laughs> all right asmin gold come on to the podcast go give me all them views all right i want to see that chat going crazy right no, but <laughs> um all right so let's see uh mr dizzy where can we find you my friend where for people listening on spotify and everywhere else where can they find you yeah, um, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Dizzy DLO. Um, all my socials are a subset of that. It's either going to be Dizzy DLO, wait, Dizzy underscore DLO on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then Instagram is Dizzy DLO. So pretty much anywhere, just search for Dizzy DLO, and it's one of those. Find it. Um, yep. Yeah, it's something like that. Um, and how about for the misses? me on. Oh yeah! I, oh yeah! Seriously, this has been an absolute blast. Um, so thank you guys for having dude, me, dude. Next yeah. time you come on, we're gonna bring the misses. We're gonna show some cool art. I'm gonna get a commission going. We're gonna get that rocking and rolling. I need something for right yeah. here, man. Right? Yeah, on that side. Yeah. I need some stuff. Nice. So I'm gonna ask her. We'll get a print. We'll do some fun stuff, man. No, nah, dude. I, so go ahead. Not to uh, spoil anything. Oh. Mm-hmm. But okay. there may be a Christmas surprise en route. Oh, Christmas! Wait for who? Who do you think? Not for me. Yeah. No, you didn't send me something for Christmas. Yeah. No, you didn't. Get out of here, bro. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but, uh, Mrs. Dizzy said she's ready. Yeah. Okay. Next time we'll have you guys on again. <laughs> Mrs. Dizzy, you're coming in. If you got commissions open, I got a spot on the wall right there, right over there. I'm gonna need it for sure. Um. Yeah. So. So oddly enough, Miss Dizzy is actually. It's been what like a year and a half that we've been doing our <gasps> podcast, but Miss Dizzy is actually co-hosting with me on my podcast tonight. Hey. Enough, first okay. Time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where right Where on, is that? Man. Where can they find that? It's just gonna be on on our. Uh, my my twitch channel for drunk destiny tonight perfect yeah that's Um, twitch.tv forward slash oh if they obviously we're live right now it's sunday it's 4 p.m if people are listening where can they see your future podcasts or where can they listen to them at home yeah um so uh we do all of ours live similar to the way you do it here leveled um uh we do it live on my channel dizzy dlo uh most sunday evenings at like 4 4 30 pacific time um, but then we're on all the major platforms like uh, um, Spotify, Twitter, Spotify. Yeah, all of those. And we're on a lot of like smaller ones. We were on like Google Podcasts for a long time and stuff like that. So um, if you like Destiny and talking about stories, that's you can you can find Drunk Destiny there. Dude, we didn't talk a single thing about the damn lore. Nothing. It's cool. Don't <laughs> worry. You know what's funny is that that's what happens on our podcast too, where it's like, all right, let's you, talk about you this go one in topic. And we for never one do. thing and dude, side, sidebar. Oh sidebar. my god. Sidebar. Well, we got, I think we got some really good co- topics today, dude. I, you're the first yeah. person I'm able to really like because you have you have more streaming and production value um, 
than a lot of people I know. And then like, even the last guest we had on, and this is no fault. I mean, he's just in a different world and a different league, yeah. literally a different league. So it's nice to talk to, um, nice to talk to you about stuff that like, you know, as a creator and, and how it goes, like, it's really nice to hear that a, you know, I'm not alone. A lot of listeners are not alone when it comes to content creation. Um, and B, it's nice to see that, you know, how you do things. And, and, you know, I'm definitely stealing some of your ideas. Like my, my number one goal is definitely chat and it needs to be more chat. And that's still, I'm going to double down on chat. Okay. From I guess this is what's going to happen, man. Um, but yeah, guys, well, um, you can also, if you guys are listening at home, uh, keep following us on Spotify. We're also on iTunes, tune in Google play. We're all over the place, man. So if you just look up Google less than average podcast, you will find us guaranteed. You can follow us on everything. Um, I'm also live at Twitch dot tv forward slash leveled af it has nothing to do unfortunately i don't have the podcast title so it's just gonna have to be leveled af for now mr zion where can they find you uh ttv zion yeet and twitter zion yeet i don't really use instagram for anything anymore uh it's actually a debate on just using it as like a hey hey expect <laughs> other people well instagram is kind of what i use when i'm doing like the prompts and stuff for the podcast is i uh, just look up other people's instagrams and twitters and see what they're into see look at clips look at parts of their stream like different stuff it it's cool yeah that works out well i appreciate everybody being here thank you so much mr disney for being here and we will see you guys next week peace